Lynn Show, where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hi. What's going on this evening? Anything cool? Or is it just freezing, snowy weather still? It's so cold. So cold. All right. Well, on the plus side, maybe Caesar will die. He he would die. He's just been like pooping in the house because he'll go outside and be like, Ooh, and yeah. I just have to bring him inside. Uh, all right. Well, when he's uh, found, you know, frozen solid in an ice cube outside, we know what happened. Oh, you're a good boy. <laughs> you're a good boy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome to the call-in show. If you're new to the show, there is a link to the Discord server on which we host the show in the video description. Hop in the server, put your name in the roll call. Uh, we go on a first-come, first-served basis. You can hang out in one of the waiting rooms while you wait. And we'll go with uh, two- or three-minute calls tonight. Try to be as brief as possible since we got a lot of people lined up. Hey, twinsies. Oh, just – yeah, I guess we are. We do have very similar hoodies. Yours is like full-on camo. Yeah, I'm mm. dressed like an Oregon lesbian today. An Oregon lesbian. Why not uh, – well, I guess they did live in lesbian. Oregon. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they drove down from Washington, but they lived in Oregon for a while. Got my Patagonia socks on. Loose-fitting pants. Yeah. All right. Uh, great story. <laughs> Compelling and rich. <laughs> yeah, great story. Great story. Uh, Compelling Where did rich. I leave off? I don't know. Okay, Wherever anyway, I interrupted if you, you. If you want to contribute to the show, but you can't do it live, uh, we do take uh, emails. You can email us. That's pdnthebeta at gmail.com. Put call and show question in the subject line. And uh, that's how we'll know it's for the call-in show. We'll respond to some of those tonight. You can also record a brief video uploaded unlisted to YouTube. Keep it to a minute or less. We will play the audio and respond to it. Got a couple of those tonight. In addition to Emily's question, which at the top of the show, I'll say to Emily, we had it last week and forgot. Yes, we did. That's, that's sorry, our fault. Emily. So sorry, Emily. We'll get and to your question And then I was supposed week. to write you an email telling you that we forgot. And I forgot to do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> really so uh, our, our apology. Um, but, uh, but yeah, them's the rules. Let's hop into the, uh, into the calls. Let's see who's up first tonight. Looks like Josh and Jess are on it back in their old form of being first caller. I think they had like a couple months streak where you guys were like first up. Hey guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically it wasn't until my cute computer started being stupid because our neighbors flooded our apartment above. Oh, once, no. once that happened, things kind of went out the window. Toilet or bathtub. Yeah. Uh, but so do you guys hear about what Mitch McConnell's doing with the Green New Deal? Yeah, I, I'm in favor. Did you hear about this? I, I no, someone give me the TLDR. Oh, I'm supposed to be keeping time. He's going to have a vote. Uh, he's just yeah, going to make it all senators go on the record with a vote, which I think is very, fine. very wise. That's Good. No chance of passing, of course. It's just going to yeah, force yeah. the Democrats to to vote affirmatively. Yes, I support this basically communism, this basically yeah. communist idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or no Yikes. so so in order to win the primaries the the democratic candidates that are senators have to vote yes and yeah. in order to win the general they can't vote yes so trump or mitch mcconnell's knocking out three democratic candidates right off the bat 
Yes. Okay. So who's who's running in the Senate? It's Klobuchar, yeah. Harris, and, and Gillibrand. Those are the three. No. Oh, I forgot about Gillibrand. So maybe more than that. So it's, I thought uh, you were going to say I forgot about Klobuchar. That's <laughs> no. That's well, I, I did actually. I forgot about Klobuchar and Gillibrand. <laughs> okay. So, so so it's Booker. Oh right, Booker. Uh, of course. Senator Kamala Harris, um, Senator Elizabeth Warren. Senator oh, so there's Klobuchar. five. <laughs> yeah. 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 Senator Warren's campaign is she's still planning on running. Yeah. Apparently. Which is just retarded, but it's it's hysterical, and so like there's no this is a no win scenario for them. Aren't they all on the record in favor? Except like I don't think Klobuchar is. I don't know about Gillibrand, but I'm pretty sure I thought I know Warren endorsed this right, and I think Harris endorsed too. Booker and Harris all did. Okay, so Klobuchar would be the only one. Patted AOC on the head and said, "There's a good dog, but let's try it." Like, yeah. Good girl, yeah. <laughs> you tried so hard with your communism. It, We're so proud. Is of Is there it. a date set for this? Uh, is it very soon? With the vote? Yeah. I don't. I don't know what the vote is set for. Uh, hmm. I. I just know that he's planning on bringing it to a vote in the Senate, which is hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah. we'll see how that plays out. Badly for the Democrats, I would imagine. We well, there's it's a no-win scenario for any Democratic candidates. Yeah, 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 definitely. But, All right. That was it. We'll keep so an eye on it. Yeah. Have a good night, guys. Bye, guys. You too. Let's talk to Steven. Song Steven. Yo, what's up? What's up, man? Hey. What's happening? I wanted to call to talk about uh, polls. Okay. Uh, I had some information for everybody that was interesting. For so like, um, for about three or four months now, I've been clicking on every headline I see about polls and checking the mm. methodology, and at no point. Has there ever been more than 3,000 people polled in any yeah. poll, no matter? And it's usually like half, it says in the headline, half of Americans agree. Or like, and I just find that to be so ridiculous that I yeah. had to tell everyone. And during the election, <laughs> I did the yeah. same thing. No, no, the, the, during the election, I did the same thing. I made a video about it. It's called Polls Are Garbage. And I was going through some of the uh, Georgia polls, and they were um, polling 70% Democrats. And then saying that there was like a 50-50 split. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's all in the sampling, you know, I yeah. mean, as far as polling has been historically. It's, I don't think that that sample is like 3,000 is not uh, uncommonly low necessarily. It's, it's just a question of who are they? Are they representative right. of America broadly or are they just like, are they 3,000 Democrats? And or how 3, are they um, achieving the polling? I mean, the kind of person that answers their phone is going to be different than the kind of person that fills out an online survey, things like that are really important. I mean, you know, like how, like how can you get a a good sample of 3000 people from fricking America? I mean, it's so many people. And like the, when I look it up, it's, it's a lot of like landlines. It's, it's yeah, like ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I mean, know. to do it, it properly would be and, you know. really complicated. You'd have to like pull the, proper number of people in different socioeconomic backgrounds and races within regions. I don't think that they would do it that way though. Yeah. I don't know. I I'm not, I'm not keen on modern uh, methodology and it used to be a lot simpler back in the day when it was landline based nowadays, yeah. like actually contacting people is a little more difficult because yeah. nobody has a damn landline who does. Yeah, that's true. I don't even think my yeah. parents do anymore. And it's, anyway, it's, we got to give you the boot, yeah. but um, thank cool. you for bringing that up. It's, 
really ridiculous. If you ever dig into the methodology, it's it's shocking. Man, it's like blackpilling me. It's ridiculous, man. <laughs> I don't know why it polls. It's not a thing to blackpill someone, but I, I don't know. Yeah. It'll serve I mean, the, to reassure you in the next election. I'm the sure. other thing, it's like we're talking about on Sunday too. Uh, it, beyond sample selection, it, it's just question wording, design mm -hmm. of of polling in that way. You know, yeah. it's like it's. It, it, I, I don't buy for a second that, you know, 70% of Americans support Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez policies when they have them adequately explained. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Thing. Yeah, we'll see. Well, mm. thanks a lot, guys. Have yep. a nice night. Hey, thanks. All right, later. Uh, I lost my place. Uh, Cyclops is up next. Hey, Cyclops. Hey, how you guys doing? Okay, how are you? Doing well. Um, first things first, we had our little girl last week. Oh, well, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, um, been able to spend the whole week Hello? with my poor wife trying to take, the two -year take care of the two-year-old and the newborn, so that's been an adventure. Oh, yikes. Mm. Yeah, but um, hey, Matt, I noticed today that, great video, by the way, uh, your thumbnails are basically the same every week. Like I looked at the last 12 videos and they're basically two different facial expressions in different shades of plaid. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much all you got going on. Not yeah, that that's, that's how he lives though. To double check and make sure you're aware of that. Yeah, I mean, consistency <laughs> is key, man. I've got my brand. But, okay. but yeah, I mean, what, I, 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 I'm a big believer you wanna keep everything the same. You know, you want to deliver a consistent product. I'm not, I don't think, uh, like, I'm not going to put pictures of other random stuff in my thumbnails. Like, you want to know that's my video. Yeah. That's what you're getting. And you in know? Matt's okay. defense, it's really hard to conjure a multitude of facial expressions. Like, all of my thumbnails are, are the same, too. It's like my good side, and then I'm making some quirky face or something. And then every once in a while, I'm doing something that is appropriate for the video. It's really hard. <laughs> it's like the worst part of making a video. But Matt does love to be told what to do with his. <laughs> Good thing you're yeah. cutting out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm well aware of how much Matt loves to be told how to run the <laughs> show. Yeah. Uh, question for you both real quick, and then yep. I'll hop off. Um, so I live in northern Utah. I, mm -hmm. I'm a Mormon, grown up here my whole life. I was curious, more for Blonde, maybe for Matt, what it's been like moving to a more predominantly Mormon culture. Has people been nice? Have they been overly judgmental? Um, are they patriarchal enough for you? I like it. I mean, I like living in a, in a place with a high percentage of Mormons. They're good neighbors, you know, and no Mormon has ever tried to convert me because they know I'm too much of a degenerate. So there's that. I don't know. I like living amongst Mormons. Didn't we talk about having Mormon neighbors a few weeks ago, Matt? I don't know. And actually there are, there is a very small minority of, of Mormons here, but yeah, uh, but uh, Bozeman in Montana is not as Mormon as Idaho is. Yeah. Um, so I, I really don't have a lot of experience. Plenty of religious people generally, but Mormons not as much. Yeah. They are, they are here and there, though. They're always nice. They okay. always have Just big great. families. I know they're not going to rob me. Yeah. I mean, if I, yeah. I, what I, else do you want a neighbor? I wouldn't have any reservations, you know? I mean, they probably live a life, based on the experience I have had, it's, a, it's probably a life that's a little too rigid for my taste, but... That's not to say that I, I mean, it seems like they, they live good lives with the right values. Yep. So I, I wouldn't have any issues with it. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Oh. Yep. Thanks guys. Thanks.
Who's up next? Ovid is. Hey, Ovid. Hey. <clears throat> Crap. It's a great start to the call. Um, it seemed like to me that a lot of the people who I had slight amounts of respect for mm. were really trying to throw it away on Twitter this week. Uh-oh. What happened this did week? Did you get any of that feeling? Well, this whole Rashida Tlaib thing happened. Because what happened was two weeks ago. Or Are you talking like Ilhan that. Omar? Oh, Ilhan Omar, the other one. Okay. The other yeah. Um Did you say the other at- Taliban or the other the other Tlaib? Tortlaib? I said Towelhead. Oh, oh, Towelhead. (laughs) Just clarifying. Okay. Um, One of them came out and said something like, you know, why are the the GOP, don't the GOP know that their first um, loyalty is to the Constitution and not Israel? Which, when you're passing a law which says that your First Amendment is going to be restricted on behalf of a foreign state, is a really, really good question. You know, it's a really stunning thing. And, you know, the GOP, they didn't have any response to that. Ben Shapiro just comes back with, and I love Ben Shapiro. I'm very similar to, to Matt where, like, I have criticisms, but I watch him regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, he comes back with, well, really, this is just anti-Semitism. Dude, I actually, it, I found the show to be yeah. almost unlistenable over it's, this. It's so because awful. He, he it's sounds like, like it, a fucking it, leftist. Yeah, racism. it sounds like social justice warrior stuff. And this is not to say, like, ooh, uh, uh, Ilhan Omar, big fan, love what she said. But, exactly. but the reality exactly. is, like, listen, there's some, I'm not, and I'm not defending her tweets or her perspective either. But, yeah. but. It, I mean, Ben was getting into the territory of like, you know, and then she apologized, but the apology wasn't good enough and she needs to whip herself more. And it's just like, exactly. This and is, Dave, yeah, it's the same Dave mentality. Rubin, him and Dave Rubin this week really lost a lot of respect for me hmm. be, because, you know, Dave Rubin tweeting things like you're an anti-Semite. It's like, oh, wow, really great, stunning critique of her ideas there, Dave. It's like you really were it's just it's in Ben just on Twitter retweeting people calling her calling her an anti Semite. Well like, and that's that's wow, the thing is like it, you, it, you it, believe it, in Jewish conspiracies. It's like yeah, and she, it, she made a joke. She made a bad, stupid joke and like well, really? And it might be true. Like, I mean, listen, I don't doubt that Ilhan Omar is not a fan of yeah, the Jews. Exactly. But the exactly. point that you're making where it's like, okay, you called them racist, now what? The same logic still applies. <laughs> exactly. Like you called right. them racist, but there's still a discussion to be had here. Yeah, I, I mean, like, we it's can't not the even talk spades. about foreign policy with Israel. We we, we can't even discuss that uh, on our channel. Oh yeah, today. like I mean, they're doing more this week to make me question Israel than ever hmm. have before. Because again, because like they say some of these stuff that's like slightly, you know, stirring the pot, and this reaction has been extreme. Yeah, it's it's so well. We have to I've kick seen... you out, but yeah, before we do, they're our greatest ally. You shouldn't talk like this. <laughs> I oh, thought you were going to thank him for for <laughs> shitting on Ben. Oh, you're you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I take it back. You're an anti semite, Avi. You are. All right. Anyway, see you guys. <laughs> see ya. Yeah, I just I the whole thing was so insufferable to me that I was like, I, I'm just I'm tapping out of this one. You guys fight on Twitter. I don't. Well, care. I just I'm don't not... like being told that there's anything that I can't discuss. 
it's just I mean it's I guess to give it to give as much credibility to their position as possible it was a little more com- Ilhan Omar's tweet is is not a great tweet I'm not this is not to be interpreted as defending What did you what did you say that, we, that we're she she said um she said something to the effect Didn't, of basically there were APAC two, there, there, was the there was there was the one yeah. that I know is basically saying APAC is buying off Congress the implication oh, being okay. like the Jews are buying off U.S. foreign policy, basically. That that was the implication uh, of what she was saying. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's anyway. I could talk about this for a while, but let's let's keep it moving along. And and I certainly think it's not it's not like going to bat for her. It's just saying, listen, yelling racist about this is not. Uh, that's not it's not an argument, you know. Trademark. Uh, I'm sure she does that. Stephen Molyneux. Mm. Yeah, I mean, she. <laughs> anyway. We'll have to keep it moving along. I, I found it interesting though. CJ or CJA Boyd? How do I say it? That's right. Go for it. All right. Uh, there are just two quick topics I wanted to bring to your attention. Um, mm. They're both involving genetics. Um, have either of you seen the film Gattaca starring Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke? That is a movie, film. so I yes. have not seen it. I also have <laughs> not seen it. Yeah. Okay, so just ignore it. It was sort of a topic introduction. But anyway, last November, a Chinese scientist claimed he has gene edited um, one of two um, fetuses, female fetuses, to be HIV resistant. And naturally, this has caused an uproar of ethics, especially Mm. considering it was right before an ethics committee, like the day before an ethics committee was supposed to occur regarding that topic. So Mm -hmm. He's in hot water with the international community and the Chinese government, so he not may not be allowed around much longer. But the point I wanted to bring up is just the idea of it in general, how much good it could do and how much harm it could do. Just um, that it could be bigger than both the internet and the printing press, just for the future of humanity. Are we just, and we're okay? So, what are the implications? Is this HIV specific right now, or is it? Are the implications beyond that? Like, you could do this yes. for a variety of diseases. Uh, right now, I, he just claimed to have edited the one gene to make one of the two girls HIV resistant. But what does what does that mean? HIV resistant? I'm not exactly sure. I didn't go into all the details, but apparently, mm. editing that one gene makes her more vulnerable to some other disease. That's what mm. the economist said. Yeah. So. I mean, there are huge moral implications with this as far as the actual choice of HIV. Um, I mean, yeah, there are other ways. Th- that's not a highly transmissible disease, and it's 100% yeah, it's not preventable through yeah. lifestyle choices. So I, I guess right. this question is basically as it uh, pertains to other diseases. Yeah, like, like if you could make a cancer-resistant cancer, right. child or something. Or, yeah. you know, increase the IQ of your entire country, yeah. which the Chinese Ooh, are that- yeah, well, uh, so there's all kinds of issues there. Like if you, one, there's the ethical issue, which at that point you're not necessarily uh, correcting or reducing the risk of a defect. You're actually enhancing mm-hmm. uh, beyond status quo. So there's that angle. And then the other angle is just like international competitiveness. Yeah. Right. So if you're being quote unquote ethical, are you actually putting your country at a disadvantage? That's that's a, that's quite a knot to untangle. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think this is unethical, but totally unstoppable. It's it's inevitable. Mm. And and then the mm. 
Uh, just I'm thinking about the genetically enhanced Chinese army coming for us. Yeah. And we're standing on, you know, they're coming maybe into like San Francisco and we're standing up there in Marin County watching them approach the shore. And we're like, well, at least we were ethical. Yeah. Even though we're like 20 IQ points below them and I they know. got all this advanced Matt's going to awesome be like, stuff. but I stuck with my principles. Well, um, <laughs> you oh, the good thing is up. I'll be dead by then. My kids <laughs> good probably. Good thing I'll be dead by then. <laughs> oh, thank you for uh, the food. The other thing was just quickly, um, Matt, you said you wanted to potentially do a 23 and Me uh, because yeah. of New Year's. Uh, Which BD1, I have not yet. Yeah, the CEO of that company is Susan Wojcicki's sister. And I've heard that they what? like they gave a bunch of information to the FBI or something they like that. that. I mean, that the FBI a... already has my fingerprints anyway, so it's kind of late on that. But yeah, that was a different DNA company, but it's still hmm. a plot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, isn't there anybody who I can trust not to give my information away? Probably not. Mm-mm. Yeah, I just just wanted to put that out there. I, yeah. I deleted my account after getting my raw data off. All but right, it's, it's still out there. Yeah, you can't undo that. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, man. All right. Bye. Dangerous Spaces is up next. Dangerous Spaces, you're good to go. And then we got Dell the Redneck after that. Good eye. What's on your mind? Hey, sorry it took so long. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't realize I was up. Um, Firstly, happy Valentine's Day from the future because yeah. it's already the 14th here. Oh my God, yeah. it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. How did you forget? <laughs> oh, geez, I know who's not getting a present. I well, it's my niece's Christmas. birthday, so I, I pretty much am always going to remember. So yeah. Huh. Um, I just wanted to talk about with the Green New Deal because there's a point that was brought up. Are you guys aware of a female, uh, an Australian YouTuber called Daisy Cousins? No. Yes. I am. So, Blonde, I don't know if you've seen the latest video, but Matt, uh, what she basically said was something I didn't even really think about. Um, There's a movie here in Australia called The Castle. I know you're not really into movies, but in that movie, the whole premise is... Just gay ones, like Brokeback Mountain, that's all. Yeah, I know. It's weird. (laughs) Why that one? It's weird. Um, But anyway, in that movie, the government is basically looking to buy this family's house so they can extend the airport because they're right next to it. And mm-hmm. the whole movie is them fighting back and saying, "No, it's our house, it's our home. You can't take, you can't take it." In terms of the Green New Deal with upgrading houses, and I didn't even really think about this. What happens if people don't want the house upgraded? What happens yeah. if they just want the house as it is? They, the federal agents come to your house and start hammering away, putting yeah. solar panels on your roof. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing yeah. that raises the question: is is that something that people, even if you go, this all sounds great? Is that something you want to accept that basically you're going to open up the the idea that the government can literally come into your house and do whatever they want? Yeah, absolutely not. And that's the thing is if if the technology was so great that it was obviously better than the energy status quo, then everybody would be signing up to do this anyway. Yeah. It would not have to be forced upon you. That's the irony with a lot of progressive policy. It's like, oh, the progress is so great that we have to force it upon you. That's how good the progress is. You don't need choice. Yeah. It's, It's the fundamental premise is always like, listen, I know better than all you stupid peasants. Yeah. What what's good in X, Y, and Z aspect of your life. So just let me run every little portion of your life and everything will be much better. No, thank you. What could yeah. possibly go I, wrong? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the people that are proposing it, I do, uh, 
do come across the type of government can fix everything anyway, so I don't think they're as worried. But it well, would be yeah. one that I, it would be one I'd wonder if people that go, oh, this deal sounds really good. If they go, okay, have you thought through the further down implications? You know, what do you think in regards to that? So yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I, I'm. We were talking earlier about the vote on this. I'm excited to see that, and I'm excited to see uh, this thing's not going to become law anytime soon. Not with Donald Trump as president, not with the status quo in Congress. But I am excited to see who's going to have to. It can't become law. It doesn't make any sense, and there are no well, specific financing details. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I, it's almost it's 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 like with the, it's like if they pass a law tomorrow that said, "Sorry, guys, no more guns." Okay, oh, I can't okay. wait to see you implement this. Right, the enforcement right. of this law. I can't think- wait to watch. I think one other thing that's really interesting with this is is the way that it they tried to roll out the information. The idea of I can't remember who pointed it out, but it was that this idea of regardless of whether or not the information is entirely correct, the fact that you've rolled out a draft, let's for argument's sake say that's completely true. Mm-hmm. The fact you rolled out a draft, took it down, and haven't put up the actual thing. Yeah means okay it wasn't a draft it was literally right. what you think it is yeah. right it, yeah. where's the final it, it's either yeah. it either was a draft and you're so incompetent you haven't thought to put the new information up or you're so incompetent that you released something that's quite stupid that you've not thought through and it's yeah. one of the two they're incompetent right. in some way they just need to admit which way it is really hmm. all right we got to let you go but thank you for your thoughts no worries you guys Bye. have a good day good, well. good night Del, the rednecks up next. Del, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, how y'all doing? We're hi. all right. What's on your mind? Uh, anyway, just while Maud says hi. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Here, yeah. <laughs> yes. Maud, Maud, yeah. Maud says hi. So apparently she's still sober. Ah. Uh, yeah. She's passed out by about now. Okay. Uh, wanted to talk about uh, what's going on with the Democratic Party these days. I mean, they're either being Uncle Tom or anti-Semitic. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, okay. They. The thing about this uh, woman, uh, Omar, what she said, was the, what the fascinating thing wasn't about what she said about the anti-Semiticism. It was more like what happened afterwards when she mm. wouldn't talk to any reporters about it, and she just brushed them off. She brushed off CNN, I believe, and they let her get away with it. It's like if yeah, a Republican tried to do that, then they'd be raked over the over the coals. But if, if Omar does it, they're like, yeah, well, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. I think I saw legitimately that David Duke came out and was like, yeah, Ilhan Omar is on to yeah. something here. But, but they, they, they <laughs> exactly. jump on David Duke. You know, and, like and, if David Duke says the same thing, they're like, wow, what an evil guy. And I believe they said, didn't they say that uh, Trump was uh, a Nazi because David Duke supported him and that and the Daily Stormer supported him? That's a him, fair so. point. I hadn't thought about that. David Duke has now endorsed at least a part of Ilhan Omar's perspective. Is there so, going yeah. to be a white nationalist Muslim alliance? <laughs> Pact? This, <laughs> yeah. This is sort of like what we were getting into on Sunday, man. Like, do, do, it has have things gotten so bad that the Muslims have a point now? <laughs> is this is this where we are? I tell you what, uh, yeah. it's it's hilarious. Uh, also, I wanted to say, and this is a serious point about your. Sure. Uh, I noticed that uh, what. With your uh, Patreon subscribers and your non-Patreon prescri- subscribers, you keep wondering how to get the non-Patreons first as opposed to the – I'm sorry, the Patreons first as opposed to the non-Patreons first. Uh, I got a solution for you. Hmm. 
give the Patreons like a, a half hour earlier to roll call or give them their own private channel. Well, the thing is, we can't really identify who's supporting and not, you know, that Aren't that's the difficult orange names. though. Well, those are outdated because those are previous supporters on oh, Patreon. So right. what, what exists on the server is like kind of out of date now. Yeah. The difficulty is is because people are so scattered and like formerly we just funneled everybody to Patreon and it was automated. Like you sign up, you link your account, you get the marker. Yeah, now got we got people on platforms X, Y, and Z, including our own website. So you have the um you have people splintered all over, but you also don't have the automation. Yeah. So to mark people as channel supporters would take like some uh, there's no way to automate that. We'd have to manually vet it all the time. It's just gotcha. kind of a mess. So unfortunately it makes the call in show a little bit more of a mess even yeah. but you know we do what we can <laughs> all right well one last thing i wanted to say and that was about that green new deal that they have and uh, uh-huh. uh one thing i do back on that is the financial assistance for those unwilling to work uh, yeah i'm all for <laughs> that big fan Maud's a big fan of that one especially she just wonders if yeah. that's going to be applied retroactively if she can collect a few years of back pay <laughs> it depends on if she's a minority so <laughs> all right all thanks, right man. y'all have good y'all take care appreciate it uh myth you know, we need to have that guy and the Australian Outback guy on at the same time. Yeah. That would be hilarious. Where's Myth? Oh, there's, I see. Uh, hey, Myth. Hey. What's on you your mind? Hi. Um, I wanted to do my my weekly update on Owen Benjamin. Oh, okay. okay. I heard he went on Red Elephants from the live chat right now. Mm. <laughs> um, I haven't I seen that. It. But he he found out that Nimmer has been lying to him for years. Who? So, uh, his I remember last time I told you his. Um, oh, was it his, his the black his dude that does the stand up? Yep. Yep. Oh, the guy who falsely claimed he was a Marine vet or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so he he finally found out, and he's he's kind of he's kind of a broken man right now. So he found out that he lied about that, or lied about something else. Yeah, that he lied about that. Wow, and that was his best friend. So, wow. So he he had duped Owen even, but I guess mm-hmm. if it's your friend, unless <laughs> unless he has some like weird contradictory yeah. statements, at, you at probably first, he was you saying that believe he him. I guess believe him. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's friendship ruining stuff. There, but I don't um, know anything about any of this except for what you've told me. So, I don't so know. What, what, can you remind me the nature of the lie? Is it that he embellished a service record, or he straight up did not serve and claimed that he did? He what do we straight talk? up did not serve. In okay, so it's like beyond Nathan Phillips. <laughs> Where? Even. Yeah. Where do you say he um, served? Where did he claim it? Yeah. He's claimed it personally to Owen, and he's claimed it in his stand-up and uh, videos. He claimed it on Steven Crowder. Hmm. Oh, that's weak. <laughs> hmm. did you, can you remind me what exposed the lie? Did he come clean, or did someone f- find this? How did How did it break? Uh, somebody found it. He denied it for a while, and then he came out with a tweet. And um, even we got confirmation from military sources that uh, reveal stolen valors. Um. Hmm. Well, that's a bummer. I feel bad for Owen. Yeah. You know, you just want to trust people. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, I was talking to my sister. My family's completely left wing, mm-hmm. and we were talking about the upcoming Democratic Party candidates. And mm-hmm. I was talking about Kamala Harris. You guys heard she lied about smoking weed. Well, she. So, if I understand correctly, she said yes, I did smoke weed, and the, and then they asked, was it in college? And she said, yeah, I was listening to Snoop and Tupac or something. But she was in college 
way before Snoop and Tupac even made records. Yeah. Is that the deal? Way okay. before an album had been released by either of those people. Huh. And I was like, Pander's just some of the most racist thing that's going on in the Democratic Party. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was her hot sauce moment, wasn't it? Yeah. That is going like, to be her the, problem. But, she's married to a white guy. She's half Indian, half Jamaican. So she's like, yeah, I smoke weed and listen to Biggie Smalls or whatever the fuck. <laughs> um, it's not going to make and her then, more relatable. Uh, my sister, of course, says, well, Donald Trump's racist. <laughs> and then she and then she claims that most of America is racist. I'm like, what? Well, <laughs> that's of insane. course. I mean, to maintain the worldview, you have to uphold that, even though yeah. most people you encounter in your day to day life. I, I've, I've dealt with this in, with friends many times. They believe that, like, specifically white racism dominates the world. Yet when I ask them, it's like, well, how many people in your day to day encounter? Yeah, your day-to-day encounters. Do you believe are are behind this grand conspiracy? I and they can't con- really name them. It's like, well, nobody I associate with, but the rest of the world is majority racist. Exactly. Okay. Like, yeah. why does everybody want to live here? I don't know. Why do they want to believe that the world's racist? Because um, it it upholds their victim their victimology. Like, if if you start to if you if you chip away at that premise that maybe this Marxist oppression dynamic is not actually real, a lot of their worldview crumbles like that is a key pillar. Well, Yeah, I think that the root the heart of it is that they don't want to admit that people have different genetic propensities. And, and yeah. so they make up all these excuses about have to, you know, realize that some people are born with with more abilities yeah. than other people. I mean, I, I don't know what they want here. I think she's brainwashed by college. Yeah. Maybe. We got to let you go, but uh, but thanks for calling Thank in. Thank you, guys. Yep. Bye. Yep. All right, let's take a uh, a super chat break if you are sure. ready. Sure. Liberative says Chihuahua sickle. I have an icicle <laughs> that is hanging off my house that is like four feet long. Going to stab somebody with it? If it fell off, it would just kill Caesar. You might want to break those down. I don't get bad yeah. icicles here, but yeah, if, if they're that they're serious really you'd, you'd rather be safe than sorry um keaton matthews so you'll get another week from my debate i emailed you about two weeks ago so hope you got to read it this week i did i was looking through it today it was a long email though um <clears throat> matt h says O-O? owo is that supposed to mean something does that mean anything i don't know to you? no does it mean O-W-O? it's these days i don't know i don't, I don't know, know matt. danny dano matt is my secret santa and i'm gonna stuff his effing <laughs> thank um, you somebody's username was deleted so i can't thank you for that uh david blackstone i listened to the latest ben shapiro sunday special with gary uh, sinise one of the mm. few good actors and should be declared a national tre- treasure worth watching for sure thank you mm. i have um, not listened to that i'll have to check it out right, miles kinslow hey guys i recently called an islamic suicide hotline when i told them i wanted to kill myself they said great can you drive a truck tomorrow to somewhere preferably a public space Jason Barsamian Mormons are based AF I used to live in Japan and the first people to be friend of me were more mis- missionaries and I hung out with them and Japanese Mormons all year Mormons will save the white race how common are Japanese Mormons I wonder I don't know hmm. um, dangerous spaces you guys don't have compulsory voting like we do here in Australia could you explain to this filthy foreigner how that affects polling um, if at all well, that- yeah, uh, you, that's another aspect of polling methodology. You'll find a difference between likely or registered voters. Yeah. So likely does not does not necessarily mean registered. It means someone who self-declared says like, yeah, I'm likely to vote. I probably will. 
but that's another right. issue. People Generally, I lie find... about abstaining because it's frowned upon. Yeah. Or like in the last election where there were a lot of people who didn't want to vote for either candidate. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you find that you find that a like, lot. Yeah, I'm going to so... vote for Hillary Clinton. Um, generally I'm not an expert on this, but I would trust like registered voter data more. Uh, maybe there's a counter argument about why likely voter is better, but I would tend I don't to know. I have to look into it. Um, anyway, country Blumpkin says, I'm going to say the N word. Country don't. Blumpkin. That's what it says. Oh my God. <laughs> is like that a term? It. Is that a term you're familiar with? That one's not above your In head? the Midwest, they, they call it a hot Carl. Oh, okay. It is the same thing, right? I uh, I don't know because I don't know hot Carl. <laughs> Hold on. Are you looking at Urban? Uh, they're, they're sort of similar, but they're not the same. They're the similar themes. Okay. Yeah. Let me know in the live chat. First son of man <laughs> says, "Blonde, are you pregnant yet? You look great, Matt. That undershirt looks pulled rag. Did your girlfriend slap you before the show? What? He's talking about your shirt being pulled around the neck. I guess. No. <laughs> no <laughs> no that did not happen big lc counterpoint on ilan omar how many times has she dismissed an argument using words like racist or islamophobe Taste yeah yeah and that, that's that. that's why i'm not saying go ilhan i'm team ilhan i agree that the progressive left shuts down discussion and debate with uh with labels and name calling all the time that's yeah. that's why i'm saying i find this to be a little irritating yeah uh it's not cool when ilhan omar does it either Oh, no. Apparently it's called a Cleveland steamer. No, that's different, too. Oh. Okay. Again, similar um, theme. Yeah. James Bercy says, Blonde got Jesse in the hood. Yes. Right before I put my hood up, I yelled, it's mega country. Did mind. you see he did an interview? I haven't yeah, listened to it like, yet. I want to check bad. it out. Because racism. All right, we're there's good on there's still more whispers. We mentioned him on Sunday, but I've seen even more coverage that suggests the investigation is shifting toward viewing him as yeah. a hoaxer. So we'll see how this goes. I mean, uh, unfortunately, I suspect that if they even found conclusively that he's a hoaxer, they would uh, they would refrain from releasing that information publicly. You're, the chat has now been, gone into deep discussion of Blumpkins and Hot Carls and Cleveland Steamers. Is that the face you're making? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of our streamlabs. You already did says Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania meet up this Sunday, the 17th at 6 PM. If anyone that isn't in our discord, hasn't heard about it and wants to attend, please email Joe in the spreadsheet, uh, with your dis or with your social, with your social security number. And I'll forward you the information. Also all your credit card numbers and all that. Uh, no, that sounds cool. So yeah, if you're in the Pittsburgh area and you want to meet up with listeners, Check out the um, go to the latest podcast episode. The links to the forms to fill out and to, to all the contact information uh, is all linked in the description. Grant says, for reference on DNA tests, twenty three and Me is Google and Ancestry is Mormons. Also, Matt, you should work on making your looks for the thumbnails more consistent. Well, thanks. It might help uh, to it might help to name the different looks like La Tiger, Blue Steel, and Magnum. Uh, if I could do the Ben Stiller, Blue Steel, yeah, uh, maybe. I bet you could. I'm sure I can make it look not at all ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, let's hop. Let's hop back into the um. Back into the calls. Next up is America Strong. America Strong, you're good to go if you're ready. Uh, oh shit! I'm sorry. Uh, I was watching the stream. Uh, no, you're that's good. Okay. Yeah, go for uh, it. 
shit. I'm, I'm, fuck, I'm fucking nervous as hell. I'm, I'm like fangirling right now. because It's I, a big I deal, man. This is your moment. You better crush it. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. All right. Well, let me get to what I was going to talk about. Oh, shit. Because now I'm just fucking uh, I'm, I'm venting. Um, what I want, what I want to focus on is uh, the collapse of family structure in America mm-hmm. and the decline of um, marriage and uh, ch- uh, childbirth in general. Mm-hmm. Because I think that uh, Tim Tim Pool made a video about this that um, the fertility rate in the United States across the board in all of the countries, but you uh, particularly in the U.S. has uh, declined under replacement levels, which means um, basically. As as we're going forward, the population is likely to shrink, mm-hmm. and and, they've, and and what I want to know is why do you think why do you guys think that, that this is why do you think that there's such a low marriage rate why do you think there's such a low uh, childbirth rate? Uh, there are a lot of reasons. Uh, one of the reasons is that feminists have destroyed gender dynamics, and so men and women aren't embodying their respective sense of femininity and masculinity, which just makes us less attracted to each other. Secondly, divorce court is a big crapshoot for men. I could divorce my husband right now and take him for basically everything he's worth and he'd have no recourse. Um, so men have less an incentive to get married. And then, you know, single mothers can survive without men. There's no reason for us to reconcile with one another and fix gender relations if I could just be a single mom and live off government money and yeah. don't I don't need no man, you know. Yeah, you I said exactly everything? what I was going to say. Yeah. Mm. It sounds like a very tough problem to crack, right? Because how are you going to fight? Like, for example, um, let's take the like, government institutions like the education system, mm-hmm. right? Where they're literally um, in, in doing a lot of indoctrination. If you haven't checked out the, the, a channel called, um, I think, um, Laughing at Liberals, you should check it out. He exposes a oh, lot. I, I, I've of seen this. this- yeah, isn't that guy from Portland? I've seen some yes. of his stuff before. Yeah. Holy shit! There's a fucking there's a fucking video. I know this kind of topic. There's a fucking video about of like white people standing there, and literally apologizing for being white. Yeah. That's how fucking insane Gross. these people are. It's yeah. not gonna stop like, till we have like mass suicides. Demonstrate your virtue by yeah engaging in the mass white suicide. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I do have before we give you the boot. I do have a solution to all of these problems, and that solution is Islam. <laughs> well, the solution I think is is gender roles. The way you're describing yeah. again, it's it's not about it's not even about like forcing people into a box. But I wish we culturally we could explain to people better. Listen, it's demonstrable that when you live a more traditional life that way, it correlates with happiness. Oh it, yeah, it, it just does for men and women for everybody. Yeah, it just does. So yeah. I guess I just I I wish we could stop demonizing, like stop elevating the career woman idea to unrealistic extents i'm not trying to say you can't be a career woman if you don't want to be but we're, we're telling a generation of women that that is where happiness lies where right. most of the time it doesn't actually and then that yeah, comes that, at, the, at a cost for the happiness of of men as well and yeah, and yeah. so you know if, if it is islam i think it's the <laughs> it's the gender traditionalism that exists within even if it's taken to a little bit of an extreme extent yeah like, I don't but it's only been burka. a few generations of this too and so as we see feminists getting older and how sad they are and embittered it's that's going to resonate with with younger women yeah I mean, they're gonna see that they can't keep up this charade forever yeah um, before you boot me one more thing oh another aspect of the of why marriage has declined I, I, I looked this up myself, has to do with men's income. 
uh, Tucker Carlson hmm. actually covered yeah, this. Oh, and, yeah, and yeah. Income declines, uh, marriage rates decline. And that's due to a uh, uh, woman's instincts of hypergamy and other things. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to marry someone who earns less than I do. And that seems like a natural inclination for women. I don't know why. I mean, I think of like a career woman being matched with a hot plumber. What's well, I mean, I mean, think about it like this, right? If, I mean, if you're going to have kids, you're going to need somebody to provide for those children. Mm-hmm. So that could yeah. be. But the question, the real question here is why do you think that uh, the male wages have declined? Uh, well, is it that they've declined or is it just that they've evened out relative to women? They've because declined. those are two different things. Well, wait, well, like what they've been saying for a while now that the wages have either been stagnant or they've been on, on the downfall. So yeah, I'd, I'd have to see the data, um, but, we'll, but we'll, I would we'll, say that we'll it's, we, we got to wrap it up. Yeah, but I would say wrap, that it's, it it's directly correlated to women's increasing share in the labor force. They're just pushing out men, especially as they become diversity hires. I mean, I saw like WAPO or I don't know, some panel of journalists and their entire staff. And it was like a hundred percent chicks. I mean, every one of those the chicks, Huffington Post, they all got, was, laid it off. The, was it HuffPo? It was like a year ago. They had that picture. Yeah. Yeah. Every one of those yeah. women just took the job of a more competent man. Well, now they don't have jobs anymore. That's what happened. <laughs> That's yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Thank it you, man. Fantastic Thanks, talking to you guys. Yeah. See you later. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Uh, okay. Who's up next? Uh, I know a fat guy, one of my favorite usernames. Maybe he, uh, I know a fat guy, you're, you're, you're fiscally minded or financially minded. You got any hot green new deal takes? Oh, sure. I uh, got a lot of bunch of stuff on the table. Uh, first off, California has abandoned rail. So unaffordable. Oh, uh, you cut out for a second. You're talking about the, the rail, the, the train system that they had been building. Yeah. 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 Uh, apparently it went from 10 trillion, I mean, 10 billion to a hundred billion. And apparently it's unaffordable. So you're telling me that the government investment there, the Alexandria Ocasio-approved investment, did not, in fact, make everyone rich? No, it did not. How okay. were they expecting to fund this? I was reading a little bit about it. It was like a combination of government funding and private funding, but the private funding was all speculative? Never materialized. Yeah. Mm. Never materialized. Nobody Ooh. ever got into it. So apparently it doesn't work. Uh, so Finland- what was this? Just to recap, was this like a speed train from... Southern California to Northern California what was the deal. To with? San Francisco to LA, right? Okay. It was from San Francisco to LA. Uh, it was supposed to take two and a half hours after they got done with it. It was going to take about six because uh, it was stopping hmm. all over the place. Okay. And did they ever the actually point? build part of it or they just scrapped the whole, is there existing infrastructure that, that got there built? There actually is some existing infrastructure of okay. it. We're going to abandon it. <laughs> Well, I'm sure it'll be uh, great, fresh, new graffiti targets for yeah. you know people who need some, uh, I don't know, some blank canvas. Well, if you want uh, another news of, of stupidity, uh, Finland, they did their universal basic income experiment. Mm-hmm. They did a survey on it, and they found it made people happier, but they did not create jobs or any kind of new wealth. Well, I guess I guess maybe that would be the expectation, though. I could see why it would make yeah. people happier, but why would wouldn't you it make expect people happier though? Why? I, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I've realized over time that like productivity makes me happy. Yeah. If, I, if I'm not making something, I feel really bad. But I could see why it makes people happy. Was the expectation ever for uh, more economic productivity as a result? That seems counterintuitive. Well, the idea was that it would be some kind of self-sustaining kind of economic development. You know, mm. that, that, that's, that's the theory. 
That's the old like they'll stupid. they'll go yeah. out and stimulate the That's economy with their money kind of kind of thinking. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and the other thing, uh, Matt, I would I should send you this survey. Uh, they did hmm. a survey of political people and uh, how they view political violence, and they found yeah. that cons- conservatives, liberals, back in like 2012, were all the same at like eighty five percent. Where mm-hmm. political violence is not okay, the liberals yeah. are dropping rapidly. I would love to see that. Yeah, I'd be really interested to see that if you can send me an email. Okay, okay. I'll, uh, I'll work on that. You All know, right. it, it's hard being this sexy, but, you know, the last thing. <laughs> sure. Last thing. Uh, blonde, uh, you want a positive scenario and a way to get out of this? Uh, when the dollar crisis happens, all the states that have gold as a legal tender just need to s- declare it. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? So uh, I think Montana is definitely one. Idaho hmm. might be one. Uh, I know Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas are also old. Hmm. I like all of those states. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. It, it's well, Ari- Arizona is going to fall soon. With, yeah. yeah. With Kirsten Cinema and the rest of them. <laughs> and all the Californians moving there and stuff. Although they're moving here too, and Idaho. They'll probably move to Idaho at faster rates. Mm. Yep. We're all screwed. Anyway. But that that's all I got for you guys. All right. Thanks a lot. See ya. Yeah. Bye. <clears throat> Regal Fraggle's up next. Anyway. <laughs> Mr. Regal Fraggle, what's in your mind? All right. Thanks a lot. Hello? Uh, one second. I can barely hear you, but I think okay. it's on my end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You want me to take another caller? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I'll bring in. Uh... Oh, my God. What? Somebody in the live chat just said that I look like the moon emoji. <laughs> what? How? The one that's like that smiling moon, the the full moon. I guess it's because I have a I have a super round face. You don't really have that round of a face. I mean, though. not like a Chinese person round, but like you know. Hello. <laughs> yeah. What's up, man? Uh, hey, you're you good to go cocks. if you're ready. <laughs> um, I've got an advice question for you this week. Um, mm. it's my sister. She says she identifies as like a feminist, but I don't think she really understands. Mm. Like, how old is she? Um, okay, she's she's twenty. She's in college, mm-hmm. so that's affecting her. And I think like through going to school, she's kind of identified as a feminist because she thinks that there's some. Uh, I don't know. She does. I don't think she really understands what the modern feminist is compared to the the. Uh, feminist decades ago which is what she's re- what i think she's really getting at she's like a first or second wave not a third wave but she keeps talking about like oh the wage gap is real and that sort of thing and i know Ugh. you're really good at explaining how it's not matt mm-hmm. do you have any advice i would say send her the best breakdown i've seen a couple uh so i will say the 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 best most concise breakdown of why that particular talking point is bunk Send uh, Christina Hoff Summers video from American Enterprise Institute, which is easy to find. Just Google Christina Hoff Summers wage gap. You should find it. I know Steven Crowder did one way back, uh, probably like 2014, that is similarly good. And really what, what you need to emphasize is the idea that there's nothing controlled for in that calculation other than the aggregated earnings of men and women. So if you're not controlling for the same job, you're not controlling for the same hours, you're not controlling for the same qualifications, you're not controlling for anything, you're literally comparing doctors to janitors. 
and expecting the outcome to be equal. Now, uh, I guess the counterpoint that they would make would be, well, uh, women are are more commonly like boxed into low paying jobs. I don't right. know. I mean, you'll have to get around that argument. I, when I was in college, like I say frequently, there was no patriarchy guard at the chemistry uh, yeah. lecture hall. <laughs> yeah. In fact, they were welcomed with open arms. They try to get more women into the STEM classes. So I, the the fundamental idea is like, listen, in a free society where people can make choices, women more commonly choose academic and professional fields that tend to pay less by the economic forces of supply and demand. There's nothing wrong with that. On top of that, they also choose to be moms. Yeah. Therefore, they work for pay less. They work at home in the family for no pay more. That doesn't mean that <laughs> that's not of value to society. In fact, it's of incredible value to society. But I think that's that's another part of that talking point that's uh, kind of a bummer is like just because you're not earning out in the economic marketplace doesn't mean your work isn't valuable. Like a a, a a mom at home taking care of her kids, as long as that's what she chooses to do and she's not being forced into that, right. that is hugely valuable work. Hugely and that's hugely valuable. important to her yeah. husband and her family and all of that. I, I don't I mean, think does that she should want be... to be happy or not. Yeah, that's, that's really what it boils down to. I, I don't look down on that person. I don't I don't say, wow, she could have been a high-powered attorney or something. I say, good for her. She's happy. Good as long her, as she made yeah. a free choice to do that, there's no issue yeah. there. Yeah, and what's your sister like? Is she like a, an Ann Coulter type that has, you know, depths of iciness and a acerbic wit? Or is she, <laughs> you know, kind of a, a normal girl that, you know, likes to date and is kind of a soft person? If she's like that, then she's going to yeah. be happier if she's a mom. She's funny because she's a bit of a cynic because she doesn't like to listen to me too much. <laughs> hmm. Well, what? Uh, let me ask you this. What is she studying, if you're comfortable sharing? Uh, mechanical engineering. Oh, so what? she might be the outlier. She might I was be gonna, the outlier. Yeah. I was going to say, if she's like in psychology or uh, childhood education or whatever, you might ask her why she went there. But this this would be an interesting example, too. It's like, yeah. okay, you're you're a, the route you could take on this is you're you're a female in STEM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ha- have you experienced the patriarchy guard? Was right. there someone who tried to stop you? I bet she gets opportunities all the time that men don't get because they want women in this field. But she might be an outlier. Like if she's one of those people that is happier working alone and and stuff like that, then maybe we should just leave her be and be like, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, to do. I'm, I'm inclined to not push too hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, one, if, one quick thing. Yeah, uh, go for it. Because I know you got to. Let me go. Uh, do you have like a favorite nickname for Alexandria Ocasio Cortez? Like I heard uh, Andrew Clavin called her uh, occasional cortex. That like one's that pretty one, good. Yeah. I like yeah. that one. It is difficult because I don't like saying AOC because then I seem like I'm one of these hipster kids that likes it, likes her. Yeah. And I don't like saying her name in full because it's really long and you can mess she it up. Guevara. I like that. She, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll have to think about it because I, I, I don't know what to, I sometimes I just call her Ocasio because right. that's easier to say and I'm i don't not saying her like whole I'm... damn name every time yeah it's too long yep yeah. i agree alexandria casio keyboard <laughs> <laughs> all right thank, all right, thank thanks, you Ulfric. we'll catch thanks. you next time Bye. what's up dude that's a good one i like that yeah well that's actually jay fry so thank him mm. um, where's jay fry been the... i haven't talked to him in forever uh he works wednesdays now Aww. so mm. you you need to dm him um to the caller uh, or a few callers ago that was saying that they were made happier by um basic income i think they're misinterpreting a, a lack of stress for more happiness hmm. probably the case 
So I, I can't imagine a situation in which just giving me money would make me a happier person no. in, in my life right now. Um, maybe in a situation in which I was unable to work, like I was incapacitated. I don't know, or man. If, but... if I just got a hundred grand a year for doing nothing, yeah. I bet I would be so depressed. It is that. different. Like if I won the lottery, maybe, but, but if I know that like people are being taxed, having their, so that their I could do earnings taken the so that to subsidize my lazy lifestyle. Yeah. That mm-hmm. would actually, that would bother me. I would not be happy at all. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk about uh, Beto O'Rourke's failed uh, rally. Yeah, I've only uh, seen a little bit of it. So, so this seemed (laughs) pretty funny. What was the deal? So, what happened was he was he had a rally in almost the exact same place as uh, Trump. There was little, Mm -hmm. literally a fence separating his rally and and uh, Trump's. And Mm -hmm. Trump is on the big screen in the background, and his voice is drowning out Beto. And dude just can't catch a break. Thank God. (laughs) <laughs> well it seems so silly why did they set it up so close because in some of the clips of Beto you can hear Trump's crowd in the background that's just terrible so terrible sweet. optics wait whatever, is this, so, is is this when he was like planning on yeah. part. <laughs> what did he say he's like walls kill people is that yeah that he said something here in America like yeah. yeah we don't build walls because walls kill people something like that yeah how uh, maybe if you that. maybe if you accidentally drive into it yeah. <laughs> or run full for run full speed with your head down yeah. into it or try to climb it and fall over like that clip that we watched on the show X amount of months ago. Remember that? I played that for you to cheer you up. It was a clip of a guy trying oh, to climb. Yeah, the wall. he died, didn't he? <laughs> did he die? <laughs> It did make me feel better. <laughs> Why am I laughing? I, I, th- because you got to watch somebody try to sneak in this country and then fall off a 30-foot wall and die. But if, if you're doing what it What kind that of way. person would that not just make? Just oh, let's just be honest. We're horrible people. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's not a situation. Yeah. Like, you put yourself in that scenario. I don't know. Whatever. I'm a terrible person. I don't care. <laughs> anyway. Oh, we got to okay. give you the boot. You have any final thoughts? Quick gun of the week. Sure. Sure. The Cordova pistol. Hmm. Uh, I type anything in my Colombian pistol. Okay. So this is actually kind of interesting because it's an Israeli design. I don't know what's going on in the background with uh, Colombia mm. and Israel to pull this off, but it yeah. kind of looks. It, it reminds me of like the Desert Eagle, which is also an Israeli design. Okay. But. Uh, yeah, it's more so it's in Colombia for their military things. and police. Huh. So it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's just a regular nine mil. Is there anything like fancy about it? Any any oddities? Well, like I said, the Colombia Israel partnership hmm. that went on to produce it's kind of interesting. This, and it, it, like I said, it reminds me of a Desert Eagle. That's what I like about it. Just so aesthetically. It yeah, just aesthetically, and it doesn't break the, your wrist, so that's a plus. The, I, yeah, there's a they have a deagle down at the indoor range down near my house, and I've been meaning to go down there and shoot it eventually, but uh, I haven't yet. And I gotta admit, I'm kind of afraid to shoot it. Really? But I think I should Wait, go. What? Yeah, uh, go down and shoot, shoot a desert eagle, the fifty cal. Oh, yeah, yeah. brace I mean, yourself. Is, <laughs> is it that bad? Uh, if you don't do it properly, yeah, it'll hurt hmm. you. Uh, it's this article I'm looking at says this, this handgun might come to the U S market. Is that, this is from 2017 oh, though. Did, 2017. I it still never came, yet, never so. came to the U S I don't know. It has to be imported. So you have to get somebody to import them. So mm. good luck with that. All right. Thanks man. Yeah.
Good night. Yeah, maybe if you ever come to visit, we can go down to that range and shoot uh, shoot the Desert Eagle. Okay. And uh, yeah, maybe we can film it and share the footage. Yeah, share the footage. I don't know if they allow filming in there or not. Maybe. Um, shooting indoors is not as fun. You ever shot indoors? Yeah, last week I did. Oh, you did? Uh, I did. I, what do you think? I don't really like it. It's just kind of loud I don't and know. it's not I as mean, fun. And... Yeah. Yeah, shooting outdoors mm. is way more fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Shooting paper is not as fun either. You don't get, you know, the nice the nice sounds and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, yeah, you got to shoot the Desert Eagle indoors unless I find, can find a friend who has one that I can borrow. Yeah. Uh, Half-ass contender, you're good to go. What's up, babe? So uh, have, have either of you heard of the, I'm, maybe somebody called in about this before, the Free State Project involving the yeah, state of uh, New yeah. Hampshire? I just heard this referenced recently. Where did mm-hmm. I? Someone else was telling us about this. I signed up for it in 2003. Yeah. Is that yeah. even possible? It started in 01, apparently. Yeah. But do you want to explain it for people who don't know what it is? Yeah. So I don't know the full story. I, I just heard of it myself. And so I was researching it today. Also, it's interesting. A blonde signed up for it. I think she has a commitment she needs to keep to. But anyways, mm. I'll get to yeah. that point. Uh, uh, yeah. So I guess this, I don't know the guy's name who started it, but uh he went to Dartmouth and he, I think he, he might have been like some sort of professor, adjunct professor there at some point. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wrote it, he's a libertarian and he wrote an article about an essay saying, hey, uh, the third party doesn't really have a chance statistically. Like it's always going to be between two parties. So the best thing we could do for people who are like minded, who are more small government type people, uh, we should just all head to one area, one state and just try to like shut up, set up shop there, kind of take over there. Maybe not mm-hmm. take over is the term. I mean, yeah. <laughs> take over with freedom, allegedly. Get critical what, mass, basically, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, so he started the, like a message board and stuff after he wrote that essay, and it was 2001 when he started that. And then mm-hmm. he got a big group of people who, like-minded people, they all agreed with that. And then 20,000 people live there now. In New Hampshire, just from that, the Free yeah, State I Project? Think I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the Free State Project has 20,000 residents. Wow. Well, no, it has. So he was shooting for twenty thousand people to pledge to move there, and mm-hmm. then once, and I, I'm sure you signed the thing, uh, which it doesn't mean anything because they can't enforce anything because they're libertarian, so the government's not going to come get you anything. But yeah. you, you're allegedly going to sign a contract that said, "Hey, when we hit twenty thousand sig- uh, people to agree to this, we're all going to head to New Hampshire and move there." Yeah. And right now, according to their website, there's about forty three hundred people who have moved, and they hit the twenty thousand oh, in uh, okay. twenty sixteen. Mm. They hit the twenty thousand. So blonde, you have like yeah. two more years. I think you, I think you had five years to do it. You had like two more years to move. Mm. Yeah, uh, but I um I signed up when I was a libertarian, and then I realized that I don't want to live amongst libertarians. You need the fashy state project. <laughs> I need the fashy state well, project. You you actually don't want to live among them. That would uh you I think you'd certainly rather I live do, among them than but progressives. But. No, no, I I I wouldn't have a problem living amongst libertarians. It's just that they don't realize that that attitude is not going to help preserve Western civilization. I guess it depends. There's no um, fight in the libertarian. It, it depends for me. Like when it comes to government, I am very much aligned with libertarian thinking when it comes to what, when it comes to aspects of culture and what we ought to encourage and not encourage, that's where I'm like, I'm not going to pretend that all things are the same. You know, that all choices in life, so yeah. long as they don't affect me, are exactly are the, the same, same right. and don't matter. 
because they do. That said, I don't want the, the hand of government forcing people yeah, to do it. Yeah. But you know, I, I'm 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 sympathetic to your perspective of like you know bring back shame a little bit. We, yeah, can we I mean, at I mean, least I'm, I'm also sympathetic to libertarians, things? and and I understand hmm. their perspective, and a, a lot of it is really appealing to me, which is why I kind of started this political journey as a libertarian. Yeah, but then I realized that if you yeah. don't have any shame yeah. that society on the plus side them. that that society is probably armed to the teeth so if anybody tries any shit yeah you know it's going to be ended yeah. real quick wow i have not been looking at the clock we got to give you the boot dude yeah well, well, well one more thing the most sure. interesting part is that they have according to their website it's hard to count but they have maybe like 40 people in local politics now who are part mm. of their group but That's they cool. don't say they're part of the libertarian party or a different party they just go they uh, go as Republicans or Democrats because they know the numbers. That's game. smart. Yeah, that's, a, that's uh, a good idea. Yeah. But then, I mean, is that how misleading can you be? Because, like, what if I said, like, I was super far left and I was like, yeah, I'm going to have a yeah. cancer tax to disincentivize uh, But then cancer. you earn the yeah. nomination, you go, surprise. Yeah. I'm basically an anarchist. I'm going the fucking wall. Yeah. 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 What if I did that? Mm. Yeah. So, All right. Thanks, man. Thanks, dude. Yeah. yeah. Peace. I wonder how that would work. Like, what if Trump, like in 2016, what if he won the nomination and then was like, just kidding. Okay. I, yeah, I actually Abortions believe everything the, you know, in the opposite way. How would that work? I don't know. Someone, it'd be the greatest trolling ever done if someone pulled it off. Uh, you ready to take a super chat break? Oh, sure. Do you, do you, do you have any Streamlabs? I got to reload. Uh, I, can, I can find some stuff. I got the keyboard cat song for you now. Uh, okay, go. Uh, Country Blumkin said, "My Dixie wrecked." Uh, Lother and Prime, Lother and Prime. <laughs> okay. Thoughts on Dead Mao Five and Twitch suspension and subsequent quitting? I don't know what any of that means. Dead Mao Five. I Dead Mu Five. Dead May Five. How do you spell it? Dead M A U Five. Uh, oh, okay. So this is a, this is news to me. So I obviously I don't have a lot of thoughts about it, but apparently he's a Twitch guy who is banned for a homophobic slur. Ah, oh, come on. Yeah, Twitch has been banning a lot of people lately. Dead mouse, they're saying. Oh, the I five is an S. Is. Yeah, the five is an S. I guess. All right. He's a Canadian DJ, but apparently he's also a you know he streams on Twitch and he got banned. Wait, why couldn't they say dead mouse in this? Because the, there's a five. It's dead M-A-U-5. But oh. I guess the five is an S, you know? People God, are what saying are we, 80 years re- old? What does this mean? <laughs> what are these characters? Yeah. yeah. Um, A very dead horse. Omar on Twitter. The Jews. Dan Ariel on Twitter. Anyone who criticizes Omar is racist and hates Muslim. Hates Muslims. Me on Twitter. At a very dead horse. Hmm. That was a good plug. Uh, coincidence detector. Oy vey, no influence in politics at all as they descend on you on Twitter until you apologize, Goy. The elite cries out in pain as he strikes you. I don't know of what you speak. Disavow. Uh, G-C-G-C-K-D-D-S-N. Uh, women's happiness has been dropping since the 70s. That's true. Uh, hmm. James Bercy, Blonde, Skittles, Sprite, and Caesar. I think Trayvon was getting iced tea and Skittles, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, what was the what was the drink? Yeah, I'll I'll Google it. Was it purple drink? <laughs> That's so racist. Yeah. Oh <laughs> he didn't God. have Robitussin and a Colt forty five. <laughs> Is that not what you're telling me? Uh, Michael Lazari. So Jack's 
Birko, the host of the podcast I've listened to the longest, just rallied his listeners against Patreon, citing you guys in your case. So I just wanted to say, please, please, please check him out at the Survival. Oh, interesting. Podcast. Citing uh, what was? I wonder what our case was because I just, I mean, I had the conversation, but, but um, but they didn't. They never punished me in any way or us in any way. But yeah. but yeah, that's cool. If we were referenced, I'll have to check it out. And and I'm glad to hear you know anybody pushing back against Patreon. Good. I'm glad to hear that. You know what I've been wondering lately too. Uh, and this is, again, I'm not trying to like throw shade at these people, but I am just genuinely curious. Remember how we heard about this, like Dave Rubin, Jordan Peterson alternative yeah, what and happened? how great it was going to be. And then they just basically backed into the bush like Homer and disappeared. <laughs> and now we haven't heard anything about this yeah. for like weeks or months. I mean, maybe it's still in development or did they just have such disagreement that they couldn't agree on how to do this and they just scrapped it? I don't know. I'm I'm curious though. And I'm really glad that I didn't and that we didn't like bank on that as the savior. Well, because yeah. we'd still be waiting. At this late stage in the game, if we had faith in anybody, it would just be idiotic. Yeah. Um that is It was ice too, by the way. Was it? Yeah. And something else. Was it Skittles? Yeah, Skittles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh that's not so black. Um Keith Johnson says, Any thoughts in society always moving left from century to century, at least in social matters, can we really win distributist? has a good video on this hmm. um yeah there's going to be a massive correction i mean we're already seeing it taking is place. that how Trump it generally goes like progressive 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 massive correction yeah progressive 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 massive correction yeah. I, I wonder if there's truth to that i'm sure it is yeah because but, as people get poorer they want they, they want to rely on government more which in turn makes them poorer yeah i mean you think about like the way progressivism achieves its goals it's usually well, I guess I'm only speaking in the American context, so maybe historically it's not correct. But in the American context, it's been incremental, like step by step. Yeah. And then if I think of like when fascism has tried to rise, like in Germany, for example, that's like, listen, we're going to be, it's, it's iron fisted. We're blowing this up and starting over. It's not, well, I guess even Hitler's rise was kind of incremental. So maybe I'm just, I'm probably just talking bullshit here. It was sweeping. Hmm. Um. Any oh I just read that one the Manzanator have either of you read the Fate of the Empire of, of the Fate of Empires by Sir John Glubb pretty solid blackpilling material would be interested to hear thought I have not the Fate of Empires I have been told to read this by several people though hmm. um, Steesley Blonde how have you adjusted to Idaho I live in New York City in Texas and Nevada are I live in New York City and Texas and Nevada are places I thought of relocating but looking at recent elections Idaho is on the short list too North Idaho seems like prepper paradise I really like Idaho I'm, I'm adjusting fine there man winter top state of rock. influx for last year yeah yeah hmm. um Nevada has pretty low taxes Texas you're gonna have some Mexican problems well, Nevada is, uh, I mean, remember that they are voting blue these days too. Yeah. Nevada is, is it Nevada or Nevada? I need a Nevadan or Nevadan to clarify for I me. Know. I don't know. Um, Michael Lazar, your podcasts are amazing. Jax gives advice on individual resiliency. Matt is a great example of being reasonable without being a pussy. Well, <laughs> at least not a huge one. And blonde reminds me, I need a little more eat me in my life. <laughs> uh. Fair enough. Jack Howard, walls and guns don't kill people. The government does. Sure. Yeah, fair point. 
rational or comrade cortez is clearly the best nickname for aoc <laughs> we can go with that one amber wayne come to kentucky for machine gun shoot weekend at knob creek gun range we'll throw in bourbon great food and a place to crash that sounds awesome that does sound sweet apparently they're getting automatics at this this indoor range local to me but really uh, they don't have them yet and i've never yeah i've never uh handled automatic firearms that'd be a lot of fun that sounds really fun mm. i'm good Okay, let's uh, we'll do our last segment of calls till the bottom of the hour. So the Spiffy Shark is up next. Spiffy Shark, you're good to go. Wait, we only have 20 more minutes of calls, right? Yeah, we'll oh, stop okay. at uh, 8.30 Mountain, 10.30 Eastern. Yeah, and then we got uh, a few email calls and stuff to get to. Spiffy Shark, you're good. Chime in whenever you want. If you can get that mic going, we'll try Jack. Jack, you there? Oh, oh yeah. Go oh, I'm here it. too. Oh, um, okay. So let, let's uh, let's have Spiffy Shark go first, then we'll get to you a second, Jack, if that's all right. All right. Go for it. Uh, Spiffy. Hey, uh, guys, just as a quick primer, um, Dead Mouse is mostly known as an EDM producer. So if you go look up a song called Ghosts and Stuff, you'll probably recognize it from somewhere. Is that electronic dance music? <laughs> that's it? it. I could play a little bit of it and see what this sounds like. Is that what an EDM what an EDM is an acronym? I think for? that yeah, that's what it sounds for. I don't know what happened. It's for, like right? one day we woke up and we were fifty. I I know, right? I can't keep track of it anymore. Like damn yeah, I mean, Mao five. <laughs> <laughs> like this doesn't necessarily sound familiar to me, but it sounds like a lot of this, the music of this genre, so I wouldn't be able to pick it out. Yeah, it's it's just been featured in a lot of stuff. But um, what yeah. I actually wanted to talk about was uh, a few weeks ago when AOC was talking at um, what was it called? MLK now. Yes. And, uh, yeah. That was when she said, uh, what was the, she had two quotes in that thing that were insane. I forget what they were, but we talked, we talked about them on the show. Right. Well, I, I just wanted to say that like I live in Alabama mm. and I don't think you guys understand the ringworm epidemic that we are having. Down here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She did reference is, is really Alabama that? specifically. She did call you out on your ringworm problem. Oh, it, it's terrible. I, I think I, I'm just glad that McConnell is getting this thing put into into vote because we need this thing passed because we're dropping like flies. I hope yeah. they can get it passed before society falls. That's what she said. The context was billionaires are, or a system that allows billionaires is immoral is, is because immoral. there are people in Alabama with ringworm. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, we, we've already got one of those things covered. Of course, like none of our trailers have any power running to them. So like we're good on that front and the ringworm went for the farting cows first. So what's the so, deal? Why do Alabama and Mississippi always get a raw deal? Anytime I hear yeah. progressives talking about like backward states, they usually reference yeah. one of those two. What's Because I've been to Mississippi. I've not been to Alabama. But why do they like to rip on you guys so much? I, I'm not entirely sure. You know, I think part of it be, is, you know, because we were kind of the epicenter of the of the whole segregation debate back in the back mm. in the 50s and the 60s. Yeah. And also, I, I will say Alabama does have a pretty bad uh, reputation when it comes to, um, I guess, the the ultra-religious right. Mm. Uh, but other than that, I mean, we're pretty, I would say, I, I think we're pretty normal down here. Are you, are you from Alabama? Because you don't have that, uh, that twang. Everybody says that, and actually, yes, I am. Wow. <laughs> are you, are you, do you live in like an urban center, or, you're, or you just never developed it? Uh, well, I guess I just never developed it. We do, I do kind of live, uh, I live in what Mobile is, I think the third largest city in the state, mm -hmm. um, which means it's still kind of small, but, yeah. uh, 
but yeah, I don't know where. I think part of it's because my dad's from Nebraska, so I yeah, just never could be. developed it. Huh. All right, well, uh, if we can help out with uh, any kind of ringworm charities in Alabama, send us, uh, send just, us an just email. We'll see what we can send do. as many guns as possible because society <laughs> is about to fall. I'm sure you got plenty screwed. in Alabama, though, I, yeah. would, I would guess. I, I don't know if it'll be enough because like right. I've, I've only got one and my neighbor has 10, so it's like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should be friends with him then. Yeah, totally. All right. We'll see you, man. Thanks for coming. All calling. right, thanks, guys. Uh, Jack, you're good to go if you're ready. All right. First of all, Matt, it's pronounced, it's pronounced Nevada. Is it that's official? It's Nevada? Because I've always yeah. said Nevada, but I just I don't know. I'm not from there. I don't well, know anybody from there. I've never been there, but it's a Spanish word, so it's pronounced Nevada. Oh, yeah, technically, I guess. Yeah, if you want to go with the, the – wouldn't it be Nevada in that case, though? I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, have you guys heard of the new YouTuber, um, the Apostate Prophet? No. Uh, you might you should check him out. He's um he's known for criticizing Islam, and he just got banned from Twitter for doing what? Was he ripping on Ilhan Omar or something? No, he was criticized. He got banned a few about a week or two before this happened. He, he, he was it was really he really just got banned permanently for criticizing Islam. Hmm. Huh. Was it a particular tweet or just? For unknown reasons, um, I, I'm not sure. I, I, this happened before. Before I, this happened before when I just started following him on YouTube. Hmm. But yeah, he's, he, he's an ex, he was an ex-Muslim from Turkey, and and, and from Turkey, then moved to Germany. Now he lives here in the United States, and he criticizes Islam. So, but his identity wasn't known. Like his name, he he was behind. Was he like behind an uh, avatar and stuff? So maybe Twitter didn't uh, know that he was one of the protected precious minorities before they panned him. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, he's an ex-Muslim. Yeah. Does that count? Do they have sympathy for that? Maybe not. I mean, they went after. Nope. Well, I guess. Uh... Yeah. I, yeah. Oh. I guess. I guess they don't care about those guys. They're the Uncle Toms of the Islamic world. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> we got to give you the boot. You have any final thoughts? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. El Chapo Act needs to be passed. El Chapo what's, what? What's that? The El Chapo Act. It was a. It was an act um, proposed by Ted Cruz. Huh. Where, um, well, you're going to use El Chapo's money to pay for the wall. Oh, about, four, hey. about about fourteen billion dollars. He had that much. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh, seriously, that yeah, would be. Uh, wouldn't that make him one of the like, if not the richest, one of the richest people in the world? Yeah, it'd be like it's more money than than Walter White ever made. Well, What's Bezos is uh... worth one forty before the divorce, right? 140 billion? I think so. Um, let me see. He's the richest man in the world, right? I just want a little perspective. Bezos net worth. Yeah, okay, he's 135 billion. But still, 10% of Bezos from, you know, a crime ring. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, now that, yeah, now that, now that El Chapo's finally been, finally been unprosecuted and he's going to go to prison for the rest of his life. It, yeah, this this act can, can actually go underway for net. Interesting. Underway. So, so what actually does happen to that money? Otherwise, like it gets confiscated and does what? Sure, it goes to corrupt officials and it gets donated to, to charities like Planned Parenthood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll let you go. All right, yeah. thank you, man. All I'd be right. curious to know. I'd like to know exactly what does happen with that sort of thing. Lord Somber up next 
but he might have had to take off. Lord Sombra, if you're still hanging out, uh, hop in the one of the waiting rooms. I'll see if I can circle back to you. Tales from the Intellectual Dark Web is up next. Tales, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, hey guys, how are y'all doing? We are all right. How are you? I don't hear him. Oh, not too bad. Oh, you don't hear him at all. Okay, I guess same, blonde can't same. hear you, but I can relay. Okay, the same thing happened last week, so. Huh, must be something weird with your guys' connection. Did this happen last okay. week? Okay. Yeah, he yeah. says yes. Anyway, go for it. Uh, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Oh, well, first thing I was going to ask, do y'all ever lose Super Chats? Like, do they not get to y'all? Well, so here's the, the way it works, to be perfectly transparent. When you give a Super Chat, it is not... It doesn't go to us directly. Now, in Streamlabs, it does. It actually goes directly to our PayPal account. Super Chat has to be filtered through YouTube, and we don't see any of the Super Chat until YouTube takes their 30% cut. And like the Super, ch- the super, cha- uh, super Chat that hits us this month is actually from December. It's like 60 days behind or 45 days behind. Well, so well, no, I was asking when, more about the message more than the money, I guess. Oh, do we? Like, oh, you're you're talking about the message as opposed to the actual money that's being exchanged. As in, do yeah. we see? Yeah, we we're we're looking at them when we read them. Yeah, unless they because oh, the reason I ask is on Sunday I was like I didn't get to watch your show live because I was watching mm-hmm. PSA Sitch and he was streaming, mm-hmm. and around the 45 minute mark, they gotta make love, super chat, you know, <laughs> like one of yours. So, so someone is someone is probably like trying to spread the the meme elsewhere. No, that could be the case too, I guess. Yeah, I, I, would, ex- I, I would expect pretty, that. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Um, yeah. Let me see. I, I guess I was going to come and ask a question of Blonde, but I feel like it might be easier just to ask you something since she came here. Okay. I mean, I can relay the question too if you he, okay. if you have a question for her, if it's concise. Uh, let me see. Well, I guess my it's kind of like a couple of back-to-back questions, I guess. It's so much as uh, generally... Just in the interest of simplicity, can you pick one? Um, well, like they're kind of related because I just wanted to know... She, Blonde, and I guess maybe you think that if you're conservative, it's better to move out of liberal or blue oh, state yeah. areas and move to red state areas. Is yeah, correct? as opposed to stay um, and fight. Is that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Blonde and I have both done that. He's he's asking if you live in a left wing area and you're conservative, is is it better to leave or stay and fight? And I guess, I mean, we've both done Left. That. Yeah, even though I'm not really from, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I basically went there and then came back. But anyway, but yeah, we, we both did that. Oh, no, well, I was going to ask if that's typically the advice. Um, does it matter as far as taking into calculations? Like, if you're leaving a state that's, like, purple or, you know, that huh. could be red but change? Or do you need to, like, maintain some kind of corridor? So if everything does balkanize, like, the <laughs> conservative section of yeah. the country isn't, like, landlocked? So he's asking about like strategy of movement. Like, let's say you don't live in Washington or California, and let's say you live in uh, Nevada or mm. Ohio or Florida, right. a competitive state. Should you consider your vote in your state as like, should you stay and fight when the fight is more realistically winnable there? Also, should you try to maintain like, I don't know, corridors or things like that? Should you try to like, if, if balkanization is the future, should you try to hold the line basically um yeah, not become yeah, landlocked I, I mean my my perspective would be you should do what's best for you and your family first as opposed to like trying to be that strategic but i don't know i mean do, do you have an argument for being strategic about it blonde um i mean I, obviously i agree with you people should just do what's best for them but like when i was looking around seattle i was like 
like how many trannies am I going to have to slaughter to make this fashy enough that I want to stay here? Um, I'm just joking, of course. But there's just no winning in places like that. Like, what, what, what am I supposed to do? There's no changing a city like Seattle. But if you lived in, uh, I don't know, like if, if you lived in suburban Columbus, Ohio or something like that. Yeah, I'd stay. Yeah. You'd stay then. So she says she'd well, consider staying in a competitive place. Okay. Oh, I can actually hear her. I don't think she's oh. hearing me. But oh, I would okay. say. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, um, but I was going to say that's interesting. She would say that because she usually says, at least with other countries, that people should stay there and fight to change those countries mm. rather than coming here. So how does how would those work together? Yeah, I'll ask her that and then we'll have to let you go. So he asks um, if generally speaking, it seems like you're sympathetic with the argument that it like uh, from an immigration perspective, talent in foreign countries should stay there and fight to improve their homelands. Yeah. It would the same logic apply to a state. Uh, like in Washington yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I'm hypocritical because I, I left, but also I wasn't born in Seattle. Mm. Um, so, mm. you know. But I, you I, also hate Missouri, to be fair. I Even wasn't born it's... in Missouri. I was born in California. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, but Missouri's more like your... your. It's where I did oh, most of my right. growing yeah. up. But yeah. like if I had a strong connection with a place that I felt like was my home, um, I would have done that. But I've always been kind of nomadic. And to be fair, I mean, you know, it's not a it's not a perfect analogy because we're still talking about within the same nation, within the same the same country. Yeah. Uh, but that said, in an ideal world, the states would be more autonomous than they are now. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, thanks for the thoughts, oh, man. If I could do one quick thing, that distributist video they were talking about earlier about the future always being progressive. I think yeah. it's interesting to check out it for no other reason because conservatives from two hundred years ago would consider Ben Shapiro a liberal. So. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. All right. Well, thanks, man. No problem. You have a good night. You as well. Constantine is up next. Constantine, you're good to go. Hello. <laughs> What's on your mind? Caesar is about to kill Blonde. Oh, boy. Um, uh, That must be quite the show. Uh, uh, I'd say place your bets, chat. You don't know how this is going to go down. <laughs> he does sound vicious right now. My God. Oh, but I do have a... <laughs> I do have a question I've been thinking about for the you know past couple of days or now. Um, uh-huh. Not just the Bill of Rights, the entire U.S. Constitution. If uh-huh. you had to repeal one amendment, which would you pick? Repeal an amendment? Do uh, I have to repeal it, or can I modify? Well, you I know which one blonde picks. Obviously, I mean this yeah. isn't even, oh. this isn't even tough. Um, let me look over. I'm going to cheat and look over them to because you know i can i can discuss the bill of rights but talking about all of them might be a little difficult let me see if any of them i'm uh, going for six income tax yeah okay. that would be a good call That's a good one. that would be a, that would be a fantastic call i was actually interested in this um previously because i was wondering it's like the federal government was not always financed through income tax how did they do this prior and it was mostly through tariffs and other, other and other mechanisms yeah uh, but yeah, so we only we only have um, God. When was when was that amendment uh, passed? Do you know the year off the top of your head? The income tax, nineteen thirteen. Um, yeah, I mean this is this is a hundred years, so less than half of our country's history have we had this. Uh, oh yeah, which direct like senators, which that that would be a close consideration. Nineteenth. I mean, I've made my thoughts clear on universal suffrage. I think you need property if you're going to vote. You know? yeah. But I, I think that entire stretch of amendments just needs repealed. <laughs> it's been a rough stretch when you look at these. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I guess I guess for me it would be a toss up. Um, sixteen and seventeen, the direct election too, like you mentioned. Uh, the more yeah. I the more I think about that, the more sim- the more sympathetic I am to the idea that these people should be chosen by the state legislature to represent their states. That's that's how this system was designed to be where a federation of states, the state governments come together to agree on, you know, on collective defense and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, it was never supposed to be a popular vote design. But uh, now, now that I've extracted the answer, I think I will uh, leave you here. Uh, so I'll see you guys next week and then not for a while because, you know, some scheduling stuff. But uh, oh. now, chill. All right, well, we'll catch you. Oops, he's already out here. <laughs> Trademark Constantine style. We'll catch you when we catch you, man. Thanks for calling in. Last couple callers. Maybe we can get two more before the bottom of the hour here. Commissar, Commissar. How do I say that word? What's the proper pronunciation? Commissar, Ferrari? We'll go with that. Oh, hello. What's, um, what's on your mind? What's on my mind today? Um, yes. Um, do you think America should give up its superpower status and go back to being original, original, original power? What state? Give up superpowers state? Who? Is that what you said? Basically stop uh, trying to rule the world. Who? Uh, the United States. Oh. Yeah, I yeah. mean, generally, my, my foreign policy would be a lot more, uh, I guess you could use the term isolationist, uh, if that's a fair description. But generally speaking, what I would like to do is minimal intervention globally and have a defense a, a defense system and a military force that is so overwhelming that if you screw with us in any way, you're going to regret it severely. Yeah, that, that would be my trying approach to spread to democracy is a, a futile endeavor. It's not for everybody, and a lot of people don't want it, which is inherently undemocratic to try to force the, force it upon them. Yeah, there's that contradiction, yeah. and just from a practical perspective, uh, what have we been doing for the last almost twenty years in Afghanistan, but I trying know. to install a democratic system the reality is it's just not what certain people want and you can't make them want that's that sounds so terrible you're eyeing certain people what do you mean i just mean it's not what some people want it's not what everyone wants yeah and you can't force it on them yeah you can't force it on them like if they want to run their country in the (laughs) primitive way it's been run for decades or centuries for all time basically all right, it's your country, man. It's not my job to go over there and, and try to prop it up and, and, and force you to run it the way I think it ought to be run. Agreed. And on top of that, I mean, how are we financing all this stuff? We're, we're taxing the American citizen to do this. Certainly, I think all that money spent at home would be much more productive for the average American life than, uh, than all this overseas stuff. But do, do you, uh, are you in disagreement with us there? Or do you, you want more I do agree or? with that, but I, instead of um, just stopping intervening, intervening i think you guys should just intervene next to you basically intervene south and north america if needed ah as in like uh, proximity matters more in your willingness to intervene we should care more about uh, neighbors than people halfway across the globe yes the moral doctrine that's what we call it if i remember yeah uh yeah i mean i don't know i'm I'm trying to think of the the best counter arguments the best counter arguments are that you allow enemies against you to fester internationally and and become greater threats and then the mm-hmm. other argument is like you you're doing a disservice to a humanitarian cause by allowing people to suffer under oppressive regimes and things like that i mean i, I get know. it i i just i don't think it's feasible to be doing this for all time yeah yeah the second argument i never understood that why does it matter that someone is dying 400 million miles away from me 
which I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, it sounds a little cold-hearted, I suppose, but to your point, like, is it your moral obligation to stop that from happening? I don't know that it is, and I don't know that it's possible to stop all of those. No, and people care about their sphere of influence and their loved ones, and that's pretty much it. And if everybody controlled that realm and invested in that realm, then the entire world would be a better place. Hmm. We got to let you uh, Final word, it is not worth to lose a single American life to take down fucking Assad in, in Iran or hmm. wherever. Yeah, now, I mean, I, I'm generally in agreement with, with this sort of theme, yeah. Yeah. Now All right, well, thank, thanks to... for the thoughts, man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you, thank you uh, and have a good night. You as well. Uh, Admin Voss is going to get... Whoops, I hopped in. Just happened. I put myself in the wrong room. Admin Voss is going to get last call tonight. Hey guys. How are you what, feeling? We're all right. What's on your mind? I need to be pulled back to the right because I feel oh. like some of the... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Some of the third party and uh, other candidates are sounding so sane compared to what I've been used to hearing. You're a big Democrats. Howard Schultz guy. Is that what you're going to confess? Uh... I'm not a huge Howard Schultz guy, but the oh. more people on the left shit on him, the more appealing he is to me. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Are is you that uh, bad? No. Uh, no, I understand that appeal. Like, what, what's your? We've never discussed it. I don't think so. What's your perspective on Trump? Are you? Uh, I take it you're a little skeptical, you're, or or maybe you hate the guy. I don't know. Yeah, I, I am kind of skeptical of of Trump. You know, I was a hard Bernie bro before I started That's watching right. your videos. Yeah. And afterwards, I was still pretty apprehensive. I know there were some conspiracies floating around. I thought that Trump was like a Democrat plant to bomb the, <laughs> the GOP. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, well, I, I've warmed up to him quite a bit. But you're still, he still hasn't convinced you for your vote necessarily. Yeah. I, I really love him as far as meme value, but, yeah. uh, I don't know. Policy wise, I, I do support his policies, but the way he goes about trying to implement them is just so, at times, wishy-washy. Is there anyone else besides Schultz who you are considering? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm open to a third party. Trump isn't guaranteed to get my vote, but if the election were held today, he would. Uh, I but... think the Rogan just had someone on today oh. or yesterday... Andrew Yang, I'm not sure if you listened this. to that podcast. I haven't, yeah. but someone else told me about it. Was it a good listen? Yeah, he made a pretty decent case for UBI, which or mm. universal basic income. I'm not, I'm not fully on board, but he doesn't seem like a crazy person. Um, mm. He he does make. I went to his website after listening to see if he wasn't full of shit. If he didn't have any crazier policies, he is for universal healthcare so uh not sure about that one yeah, yeah. i'm probably off that trend but I'll, I'll give it a listen perhaps I, I need to do a better job of listening to voices i'm inclined to disagree with because so many of them are insane these days but i i, I should listen to long form stuff like that anyway we, we got to let you go but uh final thought if you want it uh sure i hope there's less and less of these candidates that are more convincing to someone like me who's closer to the center because hmm. uh I, please flood in more kamala's more liz warren <laughs> because i want to be far away from that party they're gonna keep going further left man that's the trend of the party it's not yeah. uh it's not gonna moderate 
it's going to go more and more insane, and I can't wait to watch. It's going to be fun. All right. Thanks, man. Night, guys. Bye. That will uh, conclude calls tonight. So thanks for hanging out, guys. I know not everybody can get in. Thanks for being patient. If you're having trouble getting into the show, uh, send us an email. We'll get to those in a moment. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. Put call and show question in the subject line. We'll respond to it. Or you can send us a brief video clip as we're about to listen to now, and we will play the audio. If you upload it on Listed to YouTube, send us the link. We'll play the audio and respond to it on the show. So before I forget, let's get to Emily who sent us a video last week that we forgot about and I feel terrible for. So sorry, Emily, let's see what she has to say. Oh my God, did she take it down? It says video unavailable. Oh no, we're sorry, let, Emily. Let me see if I can open it. Oh, it's it won't share in our video share for some Why? reason. But Mine says it's you... been disabled by the video owner. Mine's Mine's playable. So I can actually here. Um, Mine is not playable. Okay, I can play it and respond to it, but for some reason we can't share it in our. Well, actually, here. Try clicking this. Do this real quick. This is riveting listening material. I know. Wait, Whoops. where are you sending me this? I'm going to put it in our Google Hangout right now. Uh, try that and see if you can open it up because it does open on YouTube for me, but not within our. Our share system. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, can you just hit play right now? Go uh, for yeah. it. All right, play it. Hey, y'all. Emily Guston in Florida. Hope you're doing well. Calling to report on my new career in nursing school and letting you know that it's converged. I was first day of class, first class, one hour and seven minutes in. They explained that we introduce ourselves. Hi, my name is Emily Ghost. I'll be your student nurse today. May I please have your name and date of birth? And what is your preferred pronoun? Yes, you must ask this. They will look at you like you're crazy, but here's the federal mandate right there up on the screen. You must ask what their preferred pronoun is. So I guess what my question is, is um, how much food do I need to last a whole year and what medical supplies should I stock right along next to them? Blonde, you are my spirit animal. Matt, one in the chamber for Emily. Love you guys. Bye. Uh, is uh, that true? Is that a federal mandate? I'm not aware of. Oh my God. Is she Canadian? No, I think she lives in Florida, right? I don't know. I'm almost certain she lives in Florida. That is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't, so I don't know what regulation is governing that. Um, Oh God, poor Emily. Well, it's it's it must be such an insane thing to deal with too. Like, what is your preferred pronoun? Ninety nine percent of the time, the people look at you like, what? what? They might say if if it's an old man, he's going to be like, what does that even mean? What does it? If it's mean? someone our age, I'd go, he him. What do you think I am? Some kind of like weirdo? Uh, what? Oh, she look said at me. Florida I'm, in that man. I'm a guy. That's it's hard to believe that that's happening in our country. Yet here we are. Mm. As far as uh, prepping, I still have not bought my emergency food supply. I need to prepare with Ben. That's what I need to do. That's preparewithben.com, gang. A, f a year of freeze-dried food is two, like, giant boxes. Two, how much does that cost, like, if you want to buy it? $1,000. <sighs> Maybe I'll get, like, a half year. <laughs> That's a lot of money, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it felt worth it at the time, but now I'm kind of like, hmm. Yeah. Could have bought a lot of leggings with that thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks, Emily. Let's uh let's get to Sean who also uh sent us a message. Here's Sean. Joe Rogan was talking about Oh here we go. Joe Rogan was talking I have to skip into this a little bit. Here we go, Joe here we go. Uh, let me get it right. 
Tim Pool was on Joe Rogan and was talking about the impending culture war and devolving into a civil war. And he had an interesting idea that maybe it's not going to become a hot war. Maybe what we're seeing right now is it an information war. So a 21st century uh, civil war based on information and technology and, and influence rather than a hot war with, you know, dead bodies and uh, lots of skirmish fighting and such. Um, so I wanted to know from you guys, um, do you think that that might be a thing or do you think Tim Pool's talking out of his neck? Do you think that, uh, that maybe we are in the thick of it as it were right now? Um, and how do we better win the war because all the media seems to be very much uh, opposed to freedom of speech and constitutional values. Mm. And then he also got a seven-day Twitter ban for calling uh, Ellen Page a cunt. <laughs> Did she? she is, though. Um, uh, I mean, I hope, I hope that this is it and that there is no violence, but honestly, without peaceful separation, I don't really see how this is how we're going to avoid it i you know what makes me worried is like if it is an information war uh, that we're engaged in right now i've always had a a firm belief that the truth has a nasty habit of exposing itself and winning out and we've never been in a better position technologically to have that nugget of truth get from like the smallest person in society to broadcast all over the internet immediately the problem is that I, I'm less convinced that we live in a society that views truth as the highest value. When you hear the AOCs of the world say things like, well, people are more concerned with being factually correct than they are with being morally right. That is to say that as long as my the things I say are in pursuit of some perceived moral correctness, it doesn't matter if they're true or not. Whereas right. I thought we agreed as a society, the truth is basically the highest pursuit there is. Right. Not so. Uh, necessarily, at least with a broad segment of society that that subscribes to that particular worldview. So I, I, I don't want to be pessimistic, but it's like if we are in an information war right now, prior me would have said the truth will win out. It's fine. So now it's like the truth. They don't. There's a lot of people who don't care about the truth. That's secondary. Right, right. And even in a layer below that, I thought that I could at least rely on people's self-interest but what i'm seeing in this information war is that especially tech giants are willing to forego financial self-interest in the pursuit of a higher virtue and that Mm. was a surprise to me because i'm like all right if i can't rely if i can't rely on this then i can at least rely on knowing that people respond to incentives because that's how markets work yeah but i can't even rely on that now yeah i i wish i had optimism for sean and and other people. The reality is I've never, as our previous uh, discussion with, or as our discussion with the previous uh, message, I've never been more interested in things like prepping than I am now. And there's a reason for that. And that's not to say that I think that this, that it's likely, but I've never felt like in my life, my entire lifetime, that some sort of serious conflict whereby survival skills would be necessary is more likely than, than now. Maybe it's 1%, 2%, but previously it was like, 0.001. Oh, I don't know. It's higher than that. I mean, it's high Mm. enough that I restructured my entire life to allow for that possibility without it destroying me and my family. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to carry on, but I'm going to, to prepare for a worst case scenario. That's, that's my attitude generally. And I, I would encourage anyone to do the same. 
Anyway, thanks for the the messages. Let's hop into the email questions. Uh, Jim Jam says, and this was just a, some commentary on abortion. So Jim Jam says, I've always thought abortions are okay up until some arbitrary point, which is hard to define, while simultaneously believing that killing a woman was worse if she was pregnant. Miscarriages are bad experiences for people who go through them, and that uh, discriminatory abortions uh, based on sex, race, etc. are wrong. Until recently, my fi- fiance had a miscarriage. Sorry to hear that. Uh, very early on in the pregnancy, and it destroyed us both. We were both so fucking happy and then when we found out but uh, had a week from uh, there until problems started happening from this experience i cannot reconcile my beliefs which were previously shifting beforehand anyways that a fetus is not a life at any stage to clarify i cannot with certain with any certainty state when a fetus becomes a life so we must necessarily err on the side of caution to protect it i've been able to come to this conclusion partly thanks to you and blonde uh, thank you very much for your videos clear-cut arguments on these topics you're very you very much helped me to grow as a person and to accept my own principles uh, and where they lie even when it's difficult slowly but surely i'm convincing my fiance to this set of beliefs too and i have knowledge arguments and patience to attempt to do things uh so, uh, to, attempt to, to attempt to do so thanks to your work. Well, that's very kind, and I, I'm sorry Thank to hear you. about that with your family, and I, I, I'm sure, uh, and I, I hope everything will get better. And, um, and I'm glad you've come to some clarity on this topic yourself. I'm not satisfied with my own perspective on the issue because I don't think I, I'm clear on it at all. It's one of the issues that I struggle to talk about the most. Yeah. You know? So, uh, but, but I'm glad that you've been able to, to, to find some clarity in your thought through the show. That means a lot to, to me and to us, and I'm, I'm happy to hear it. Agreed. Good luck to your family. Uh, this is from Molly. First things first, I know neither you nor Blonde watch movies. I actually do, but it still bugs <laughs> enough. Not the rabbit. Uh, yes, a lot of people said this was from Fatal Attraction, which I have not seen. Um, mm. The rabbit in the pot bunny boiler comment someone made about AOC that I wanted to point out it's a reference from Fatal Attraction mm. when Glenn Close's character kills and leaves Michael Douglas's family pet rabbit in a boiling pot to torment his wife and child after a one night stand since that film bunny boiler has been shorthand for that level of deranged and obsessed. Got it. As for my actual question, cake or pie, I am a pie gal myself. I'll go with both. I, I, I like pie. both. Uh, what's your favorite kind of pie? Oh, I mean, I'm my like sister a f- makes a mean apple, but I think that few things in life are better than a good slice of peach pie. I could get with that. I'm generally, uh, I like cherry pie personally. My mom usually makes cherry pie. It's awesome. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of berry pies though. Like uh, blueberry, mm, like I don't know, mixed berry, that kind of thing. I'm also not a big fan of like cream pies. I much prefer a fruit pie. I like a key lime pie. Ugh, that's the worst. (laughs) Oh my God. lemon meringue. Oh yeah. No. Banana. I'm not, I'm not a huge pumpkin pie guy either. I I love me some pumpkin. There's not a pie that I can't get on board with. It's got to be firmer when it's like r- kind of runny. Yeah. I-, I like my pumpkin pie rock hard. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> as you, as you <laughs> kind of frown upon me. Anyway, thanks for the question. Krista uh, the J says, hey, Matt and Blonde and everyone at home, just want to wish you a happy Valentine's Day uh, for you and your loved ones. With the shutdown deadline looming this Friday, I thought it would be a good time to introduce my proposed plan to curb spending, work to eliminate debts and deficit for the foreseeable future, eliminate wasteful spending, and avoid more government shutdowns a lot easier. 
Many often ask about creating flat taxes or changing percentage brackets in the tax code. The problem is that such plans only target revenue and never the spending, which causes many problems. So why not create a proportional spending plan? So instead of allocating $60 trillion or whatever amount we spend to military, welfare, etc., we would ensure that, this, the, that such branches or offices or departments receive 30% of the revenue tax, uh, received from taxes. This way, we no longer create deficits that add to the already uh, $19 trillion debt and downsize or eliminate departments that aren't necessarily at a federal level. Of course, it may be beneficial to have the debt repayment uh, be set for a period of time, 10 to 15% uh, over 10 years, uh, while all, the, all, all other spending can be debated every quarter, depending on the needs of each department. But this is just a rough idea I came up with, and hear what you guys think about. Uh, want to hear what you guys think about the idea. Thank, Thank you so much. You. I need to review this again. I, I can get with the general theme. The problem is a, a lot of the federal government's obligations are entitlements. Yes. You, you can't you can't pay out Medicare, Social Security, Medicaid under this system because you've guaranteed it to people. So you have to pay it. That's true. So that that sort of like proportional spending just wouldn't work. Um, and there's in that still setting. no accountability for what they do with tax revenue. Hmm. So I like the idea. But <laughs> once again, like guaranteed money for people just throws a wrench in the whole system, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know that any of the goals you're talking about are going to be a, accomplishable until we scale back entitlements, which, you know, good luck to any politician running on that platform. They'll probably get my vote, but I don't know that they'll get the vote of all my neighbors. Yeah. Well, mm. they're not going to be able to fund them, so it's going to happen one way or mm. another. This is from Maddie B. I love the show. Question, have you imagined the near utopian life we'd see if the media respected Trump? I daydream that we'd look like the America of 1976 on the 4th of July. That's the America I want. Thanks. And keep promoting sanity. Um, wouldn't that be something, but I don't know. I, I kind of love that they hate him because it gives me a reason to hate them. <laughs> it, it, it is fodder for the show each and every week. I mean, here's the thing. I, I like an adversarial media, not just to uh, politicians yeah. in power, but to any power structure, corporate power, whatever. The problem is it's very selective. Yeah. The problem is Obama was a hero. Trump is a villain. Yeah. They get totally uh, unequal treatment. So even though they go ridiculous over the top with Trump all of the time, and of course we chronicle on the chronicle it on this show all the time too, I my preference would actually be too far on the critical end for all presidents. Like, imagine if they went after Obama the way they go after Trump. That would yeah. that would be my preference. I would rather have too much skepticism and, and criticism of power than too little. Yeah. But yeah, I can see the argument that he's making too is it, it certainly has created a lot of divisiveness in society. And we don't have that utopian 4th of July, everyone get along feel anymore either. And I, I do think the media play a large part up, in that sort though. of thing. Hmm. We would have like neighborhood parties and things like that. Do, do people yeah. even do that anymore? Actually, they do in my in my neighborhood. They That's people nice. organize these things all the time, and I don't go because you know you should go. <laughs> I probably should. Maybe if I was more of a family man, like maybe in the future when I've got like a family and stuff. But for me, it's mostly just been like by myself. Like, I don't, yeah, I, I, this is gonna be weird. Yeah. Uh, is it Matthias or Ma Matthias? I don't know. Matthias. Matthias. We're gonna go with fellow Matt. Hey, wanted to ask your thoughts on the dogfight in Sweden politics. 
Uh, TLDR, after four months of back and forth and re-election considered, the government was announced as a coalition between Social Democrats, Environment Party, Center Party, Liberal Party, with a blank vote from the left party. <laughs> this only to lock out the Sweden Democrats feels like an unstable and incoherent government body. I, I just don't know anything about these parties or about their structure to comment. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that's stable. This or, does sound okay. like the result of a, a feminist government. They're like, hmm. everybody can come to this party except for you. I can't wait till it's Islamists and intersectional <laughs> feminists. Those are the two parties. <laughs> See how that ends up. So, yeah, I wish I had more thought on that, but I just don't know enough about the context, unfortunately. It does sound unsustainable, though, that much. Hmm. Know. Well, this it's Sweden, from, so probably. Yeah, so probably. Yeah. Um, this is from Colt Hay Mountain Blonde. I really enjoy y'all's show. I want to break up all the politics and culture war questions with a firearm related question. What are mm. either of y'all's thoughts on Keltec KSG? Yeah. There, it's right? a bullpup shotgun. I haven't had the chance just one yet, but have done a ton of research on others' opinions of it, and I find it fascinating how polarizing it seems to be. I don't know anything about this. Uh, people seem to love it or hate it. Well, I think it definitely has its flaws. I just can't get past the compact size with the large amount of ammo capacity, 26 inches overall length, 14 plus one ammo capacity. Have either of you ever had the chance to fire one or have any thoughts? I have not. Well, I, I'll tell you, I dominated with it in Modern Warfare 3. I was, yeah, I, I just wrecked kids all day with the KSG. That's that a video game, game right? Yeah. Um, I've not actually handled one in real life. Generally, I'm a fan of bullpup firearms. I think they're very cool. One, one advantage is... You have you have your your magazine behind your trigger group, oh, okay. um, so you you get a you get a nice compact uh, firearm. Like anyway, uh, that's that's the advantage of such a configuration. Uh, the deal with the KSG, I've never actually fired one. I would love to to handle one, love to fire one. I was talking with a friend about this x amount of months ago, and it's a pump action shotgun that's very short. Therefore, your hand on the actual pump action is close to the muzzle. Check out some KSG injuries. Like people have basically shot their hands off with these things. So be very careful if you handle one. And if you do buy one, I would suggest uh, you know, putting a nice stop at the front of your well, now uh, I want to see the front it. of your hand card there. KSG. Just yeah, just I want, let me see if I can find any. KSG hand injury. Ty- type that in. Uh, and then see what kind of images you get. Yeah. Go to the image. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just be careful oh with it god. if you do pick one up. Yeah. Oh my god, this guy just blew off his hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can see the bone. Yeah, it's some gnarly oh. stuff. <laughs> anyway, thanks for that. And if you do pick one up, let me know what you think about it. Because I uh, that's not from contact with bullets. I assume these injuries are probably buckshot, but I don't know. So if, if it's buckshot, it's just a whole spray of BBs coming into your hand, basically at point blank range. Oh, yeah, it'll basically blow your hand up. Okay, we're good. Oh, we got super chats. <laughs> so there's a picture here that's like, here's a picture of a hand shot by a KSG. Uh, and it's just a picture of like a piece of toast cut out like a hand with peanut butter and jelly splattered all over it. It looks actually loosely similar to the rest of these photos. Unreal. Yeah, we got a uh, super chat before we get out of here, though. Adjusting to Idaho podcast, Walls and Guns, Comrade Cortez. I, I got one over on uh, stream, oh. Streamlabs. Tafson says roses are red, violets are blue. The frogs are gay and Matt is too. Have a great Valentine's Day. Jeez, that was awfully rude. Uh, uh, thank you for Thomas that. B. 
Oh, are you done? I didn't mean that. Uh, I can refresh. I do have a, just a couple more, so let me crank these out. Michu says, okay. uh, initial mainstream reporting Trump rally 6,500 attendees, O'Rourke rally 15,000 attendees. Two days after or two days later, official numbers, Trump rally 16,000, O'Rourke rally 7,000. I haven't Ooh. looked at the tape, but, the, but uh, yeah, I'd be surprised if O'Rourke did better than Trump. That seems highly unlikely to me. BS Profit says, good news, Wall Street Journal reported today that 16 county sheriffs in Washington state are refusing to enforce their newest gun control measure. I did see that. Um, they said They said they're not going to, so this has to do with like, people under 21 buying guns and things like that, if I understand correctly. And the sheriff said they're not going to enforce it until it's gone through the courts. That was the only caveat. So if it goes through the courts and it's ruled to be square, the implication is that they will enforce it then. So just keep your eye on it, at least if I'm understanding correctly. I didn't read a ton about it, but that's what I saw. You good? Yes. Uh, This is from Thomas B. Blonde, you are Fox News anchor girl gorgeous. Oh, (laughs) Tell me more. Um, coming up on three years, subscribe to your channel. Please don't ever leave us. I know I haven't been cranking out the videos lately, but when you have a YouTube channel, sometimes you just can't find the inspiration. Mm. It's been a bad few months. Um, thank you so much, Michael Lazari. Also, don't know if you touched on it, but the Senate came out and said there's no evidence of collusion. Continue. Yeah. You guys are why I have no money, but Jack also touched on the Ruben <laughs> Peterson platform and the weakness involved in your message. Blonde, please do more videos on getting sorted before economic downturn and mm. collapse. I, I should do more videos, just in general. Um, just to circle back, he said there is news on the peterson Rubin platform? He said there... Jack also touched on the peterson Rubin peterson platform and the weakness involved. Jack. Oh, it must be Twitter Jack. Maybe he was talking about it. Maybe Speaking of which, Twitter that. Jack is going on the Rubin Report, too. That'll be an interesting <laughs> one to watch. Yeah. Um, Arrow, thoughts on the theory? Global elites are working with the IMF and World Bank to create a global currency, which will be used to replace the U.S. dollar as the baseline for global currency valuation. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Um, R-Z-E-D-Q-D-E-W. Dick Masterson made an, an alternative to Patreon that doesn't take fees and won't censor you. Google won't let me link it, but check it. Oh, I've, I've heard of this. Yeah. Um, I mean, if there's demand for people that want to sign up, if people are signing up over there, I'll set it up. I think, I think it's invitation only from Dick. Uh, as of now, I haven't really heard from anybody that are, that's really wanting this. So given this structure we've already set up, like I, I, Personally, I'm not going to set one up unless people want it. But if you're one of those people, it's like, listen, I want to support you there. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's not insanely difficult to sign up, I'll set it up for you. James Bercy, Matt is beta, says Abraham Lincoln, and skipped my Ben super chat. I did not see one, James hmm. Bercy. Would you check for a super chat that I missed of James Bercy? Uh, I don't even have it open, but I can I can get it um, open, yeah. Julie V, you guys heard about uh, Panera Cares. Yeah, I did. Is it? Did, oh, yeah, I did hear about this. Um, no surprise, commies didn't want to pay. I'm sure Blonde isn't surprised this happened in Portland. Also in Finnish, yeah. Kamala means horrible conscious. Uh, um, yeah, you know who did a great video uh, breakdown on the Panera issue was uh, Liberty Doll too. If you oh, want really? a quick, uh, yeah, was, you know, quick a quick breakdown of everything that happened. I was Do watching that today. Want. That's idiotic. What was the name that I need to look for? James Bursi B U R S I. Yes, uh, I see one. Uh, there was Panera. one earlier that said Skittles, Sprite, and Caesar. No, there was one about Ben Shapiro. He said I skipped. Um, not that I see. Sorry, dude. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, there was Blonde Got Jussie in the Hood. No, I remember. But I don't see anything about Ben. 
Um, Moro Kiani, you guys should look into Menicus Moldberg and read his blog at unqualifiedreservations.org or watch YouTube videos. He goes over the trend of countries towards progressivism. Thank you. Mm. Ferdinand Tomas. No, no. Thank you, sir. PFAB, just want Matt. I just want Matt to drink Starbucks. Do you ever drink Never. Starbucks? Uh, I actually don't. I have not gone to Starbucks or consumed a Starbucks product since all that nonsense. I did. Uh, and I actually didn't go to Starbucks very frequently, like the stores. But you know what I liked was their little like Frappuccino drinks, the cold ones. Did you? Yeah. So did you get a little good. Frappuccino before you went and watched? They're good. Like up at Big Sky, when I go snowboarding, you go to the the deli place and they got these awesome breakfast burritos, and I would buy those in the fridge. And it's a great breakfast combo. I don't care what you say. If you don't think they're good, you're a liar. But I've not consumed a single one. Now I buy orange juice because I don't want to support the Starbucks cause. Uh, J-C-D-D-S-N. Uh, Netanyahu sent a tweet calling for war with Iran earlier today. Quickly deleted it. Of course, is that true? I, I didn't Holy see anything about shit. that. Let me look it up. Matthew Rowley. Hey, now, without Iraq and, and Afghanistan, I may have had to pay for undergrad and law school. On a related note, thanks, all you taxpayers out there. Max Nutty. Matt and I once made love poems. Blonde, get your mind out of the gutter, and we'll do it again tomorrow for those real non-feminists in our <laughs> Um, pineapple platypotamus. That's a tough one. It is. Um, should people tell others how to live with love and not with force? It seems like you both do this, but you say you're against it. Um, I tell people to live with love and not force. That doesn't sound like me. Well, here's the thing too. Like I, there's a difference between talking about what are, what good ways to live are versus like picking out the individual and going to someone and saying, Hey, you do this. Well, yeah, and it's you know about what, I mean? what is going to keep our society together. That's yeah. Um, generally speaking, in my individual life, or in my uh, like my interactions with individual friends of mine, I don't really tell them what to do unless they ask for my advice, and then yeah. then I'll offer it. But you're right; I don't like to be told what to do myself, so I, I try not to do that to other people. But I do think there's a distinction between talking about what good ways to live are, what good values are to have broadly speaking without like trying to force that upon the individual. Yeah. Um, Eddie Gonzalez blonde and Matt, your new YouTube channel obsession, vertigo politics, hmm. a research laboratory with a specific, um, mandate. What does that mean? Uh, to ascertain, mandate maybe. Yeah. That must be hmm. mandate. Um, to ascertain the elements that are cohesively undermining Western civilization. Um, mm. vertigo politics. Thank you. I haven't heard of it. I'll a dangerous it space is last one to the miscarriage emailer. Find a support group, had friends who lost a baby. Best support you can get is from people who understand your pain. Mm. Thank you. Dangerous. All righty. You all set to get out of here. Yep. Um, I don't even know what we have in store for Sunday. What do I got in the notes? Did you see, uh, I got a great David Hogg clip. David oh. Hogg is back. Is he still a thing? He was interviewing with Andrea Mitchell on MSNBC, oh, and he said God. AR-15s are used to hunt people at a range of 1,500 meters, which, oh. by the way, is nearly a mile. So if you get sniped by an AR-15 from a mile away, just think you could have been saved by David Hogg if only <laughs> our society had his wisdom. We'll talk about it on Sunday and much more. See you then. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys.